This podcast is brought to you by JList.com. JList.com is a great source for so many pieces of anime merchandise, and they have a lot of Sailor Moon stuff right now. They have Sailor Moon plushies. They have Sailor Moon rulers and school supplies. They have high-end figures. They've got Sailor Moon cups and other kitchenware. They've got, they've got Sailor Moon stickers and stationery. They even have makeup products. Head over to JList.com right now if you're a big fan of Sailor Moon, and you might find something perfect for you. And now it's time to start the podcast. I just want to say that I grew up in uh, epically redneck West Virginia. There were no Costco's. We, we, barely, had, we barely had a mall <laughs> anywhere, you know, like... My Costco was uh, going out in the woods and shaving the bark off trees and making my own furniture. Oh. Three, three years old with an axe out in the woods, chopping down lumber, making myself some play oh, toys. Oh, lumberjacks. Oh, yeah. Lumberjack and mitts. I, and I'll tell you what, three years old or not, if you don't think that chopping down trees and shaving the bark off, making your own little wooden toys with its little wheels, if you don't think that'll put a beard on a three-year-old, you're damn wrong. You are listening to the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Make your anime addiction worse at aaapodcast.com. And now, here are your anime addicts. Welcome, welcome, everyone, to the 483rd episode of the Anime and Anatics Anatics. Anatics, doing great anime. so far. <laughs> anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Oh yeah. Where, what is our ma- what is our mission, peoples? To make your anime. anime. Oh my god. Make well, it worse, we're, baby. Make we're that doing addiction so worse. So Something out yeah, of the gate, baby. What style? Well, here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. It's it's all my fault because I am having gone for how many episodes two in a row? God damn! You're throwing yeah, it off now. Back. I'm throwing it off. I'm throwing it off, welcome, guys. Welcome. <laughs> it's to make your anime so, yeah, addiction I, worse. That's what it is. That's what. Make it is. your anime addiction worse and tell your friends. Tell your friends about this podcast yeah, and get them, get them addicted to us as well. Yeah. <laughs> but I am Mandy, just a host of one out of four. And I am joined by some other friends. And we yeah. have, uh, up first we have Mitsugi, who did not drown, thankfully. No, this yes. weekend. I didn't drown. I didn't drown at the but water he is park. Very burned. Hideously sunburned. I'm disfigured. Um, I'll never be the same again. I had. <laughs> oh no. I had my whole body was covered in heat rash, but I, but I have survived, and I am still one in a lovely bunch of coconuts. And I'm here to spread my milk upon you all like a sweet okay. nectar of anime goodness. Amen. All right. Uh, that sounds I sticky. feel dirty. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> we all need showers That now. was a lot. I you also heard a, a Mason. That's me. What's up, Mason? But no one cares about that. 
and I don't care about what you guys don't care about. I care about two things right now. Oh. One, wow. memes. Okay. Two, you, dear viewer. So right now, before I forget, I have a really dumb idea, and I'm giving it out for free right here. So okay. listen up. If okay. you're sitting down right. and have artistic oh. slash Photoshop skills, you know how on like stickers on cars, those bumper stickers, they show like a Bigfoot or an alien spaceship, and they say like, I want to believe or I believe? And I want mm-hmm. someone, and by someone I mean you, to make a version of it like this. So you got your character, right? Or an alien, I don't care. But he's Naruto running into Area 51. But you make it say, uh-huh. I oh, believe, no. or I believe believe it, I believe it. So you got, you got the crossover. It. You got the, the memes, you got the aliens, you got the nerd crossover appeal with you the anime. The, this is perfect. This is free oh, yeah. clicks. Does it have free to be chuckles. a Naruto? What if Just a Naruto running because it's I believe with the alien and believe it with the Naruto run. This is next level memory. I just... The, I feel like that meme would make it. Could, you have break you have like two and a half hours right now. Start it now. Make it. Show it to me. What if it's the Devil Man Crybaby run instead? But he doesn't Ooh. say believe it. You're That's right. That's why it has to be hey, Naruto. We're gonna be doing impression. impression what? time. Believe it. believe it. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> Get it. I, okay. I understand Get it. Now. This is next level. Yeah. Please make it happen. You're welcome. Okay, I'm Speaking done. Speaking <laughs> of memes, we also have Enzo. Uh, <laughs> welcome back. Professional transition. <laughs> the biggest meme of us all. Yeah. The biggest Yo, meme. It is actually so good to be back. I am so guys. I'm. I get it. I'm sorry. I missed the podcast for two weeks. I was moving, and then I didn't have my internet set up last week, so I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I just couldn't How dare do you? the podcast. I know. I'm so sorry, but um, but I'm here back. now. Shame. I'm here now. Oh, Shame. I deserve it. I deserve it. I was a bad nerd. I feel like if you're a good nerd, you call ahead to have your internet installed before you even move in. But nerd I didn't do that because I'm stupid. Anyway, I'm back. Life is good. Life is chaos and crazy, mm. but I've been having a good time. I've been watching some anime, you know, for you guys. So here anime, I am to talk baby. about it. Good, because yeah. that's what we're going to talk that's about today. We got to talk about the anime. <laughs> So if you would like to join us, um, if you'd like to become a part of the Anime Addicts Anonymous, I'm going to mess up that name all day, our own name. I had one job, and have, I, I you failed have, at it. You had you too much coffee. Take the coffee away from me. Yeah. I am, I am on my second cup, so good luck to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, if you'd like to join the Anime Anonymous Podcast, I got this. Uh, you can go to aapodcast.com slash join, where you get a bunch of different additional episodes. You can get hentai episodes. Yeah. We have one coming up tonight, and we had one last week as well, where we mm-hmm. review hentai. Yeah. Um, we had a Hobby Addicts Today, which you could also get, where I talked about Gen Con, Mitsugi talked about his water park experiences, and uh, Mason talked about about the new Quentin Tarantino movie and Enzo um I was watching esports. Did his thing. <laughs> he was watching esports. No, being watching, very professional. I was watching League of Legends while they were talking about their hobbies. It's fine. <laughs> I was doing my hobby live, you know. Yes. Yeah. Uh you could also get after party episodes and it's about up to 8 additional episode uh per month for like less than a dollar so come help and support us you can also go to our facebook at facebook.com slash group slash aa podcast we can go there and talk with our other addicts you can also go to discord we have a fuck ton of stuff going on yes we do it's Um, it's, it's, it's it's high school the discord is is anime high school it really is it's just it really is it's just what it is 
<laughs> um, so you can go to, if you go to our website at apodcast.com, there's a button at the top where you can click to get the link to our Discord. We have so many clubs going on. You, we have a health club. We have a manga club. We have an anime club. We have so much and plus tons of conversations. Everyone's lovely and great. Um, what is the current update with health, health club, my soul? Uh, well, episode five just aired. So that routine just went live and we're almost at like the half w- for dumbbells yes, for dumbbell non kilomotoru. So we're almost at the halfway point. So at this point, you are either on board or you are just lying to yourself. So if you don't want to be a Damn. weakling, I, I urge you. I'm not asking nicely anymore. Please, you're either do in it. or you're uh, you're exactly. either in or you're out. I like I like this metaphor that the Discord is the high school setting, and you don't want to be yeah. part of the go home gang because that's yeah, no go fun. Go home gang is whack. Go home gang. School's so in session. Literally, weak. Mason's about to teach you your first actual lesson. weaklings. Exactly. <laughs> Um, you can also come to my manga club, which is every other Wednesday. This Wednesday, we have Battle Angel Alita coming up. Oh, sick. What? So that'll be a lot of fun. If you would like to join us, if you're listening to this live, you still have time. Go to the Discord. Go to the Manga Club channel. We have the pin notes there. You can see what chapters we're reading, what time we are doing this. And um, yeah, 10 p.m. Yeah, Eastern time come- this Wednesday, the 7th of August. So. Thanks, Mason, for jumping in on my Sorry, <laughs> I'm just excited because yeah, right. I can actually make this one now. I don't have yes. hockey that week, so I will be there in the flesh. Yeah, it's usually Mason and I, and it's it's we it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of good conversations. Oh, yeah. So, um, but if you're listening to this on Thursday, it'll be unfortunately too late. But you can come to the next one. The next one we're reading Nausicaa. Oh, so that'll be great. Okay. Um, I actually have not read the manga for that, so but good. I hear good it's, things. It's like a masterpiece. That it is. I Who hear thought, that. Huh? I heard a Mitsugi uh, approve this. I did. And, and, <laughs> we and, also and Nashika had... is, is one of my few waifus, so mm. be good to her. It's a good one. It's a good one to have. Yeah. Um, we also have Anime Club, which is run by our friend Icy Rose. And we had the first <laughs> meeting last <laughs> That scares me every time. <laughs> We had our first meeting last Wednesday, which was for Razafon, the first five episodes. It Thank you, everyone who showed up. It was massive. We had so many people there. Uh, it took us like three hours to go over the entire discussion. We, and it was so many. Uh, very, it's such a large variety of opinions. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. So it was really good discussion. It was, it was yeah, super um, interesting and insightful. Like so many times yeah. I just heard people be like, wow, like I didn't even consider that. Or I didn't even think yeah, of that. Yeah, like yeah. I appreciate this story so much more. Huh. I was going to mm-hmm. say, you milked three hours out of that anime? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, so the next one will be Chihaya Furu, and that will be on August 14th, 10 p.m. EST. Come to our Discord, check out the pin notes. Uh, that'll be so much fun, because I love Chihaya, and I'm excited to talk about it. So giant thanks to Icy for leading it. And oh, yeah, he killed it. He killed up. it. Yeah. I do want to mention, though, right now, personal view, the first three episodes of Chihaya Furu are vastly inferior to the rest. This is because they are like a flashback <laughs> when people are like children and they come off as brats and it's not how the show is mm-hmm. at all. So just please stick through those three. Once the show shifts to present day, it's all great. It's one of the best sports anime out there. More interesting and mm-hmm. more consistent uh, and more better than Haikyuu. I agree with all of this. Not I'd argue. <laughs> 
Damn, those are so, some hot takes. But, Not as poor. I'm ready for this spicy. There, Chief. Spice Boy Mason. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you could do that. Also, Icy has put up notes in our show notes or in for about the uh, World Cosplay Summit. So if you'd like to check out our show notes, if you're subscribed to us, you can check that out as well. Hopefully, we will have time to discuss it maybe next episode. We just, we're so packed today, we didn't have time. We're always packed. <laughs> but I know he's excited we about packed. it. We packed. We packed, baby. Uh, so yeah, we have a lot of fun stuff coming up this episode. Because in honor of this just horrific weather, yeah. we will be talking about the worst climates in anime. So global warming is not our main real. Topic. No, no, it's not at a all. myth from what I hear. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a myth, yeah. like the Loch Ness monster have... in North Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> We also have some great impressions coming up. Do you like your mom and her two-hit multi-target attacks, Dr. Stone Copcraft? I've heard uh, great things about that one. Which one? The mom. Oh, yeah. It's so mom. great. I can't wait. Mama. Uh, we also have Fire yep. Force and Given. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What are these? The, the, the stuff in I went. Theaters? I went and watched the... I went and watched Kiggy's Delivery Service in theaters. Uh, <gasps> oh, I bet that's my so great. Dude, how oh, yeah. beautiful. Oh, yeah. On the, on the 29th. We were, also at, we were also at the movie theaters this weekend. I saw all of the Ghibli stuff up. I'm kind of sad we didn't go see it. Listen, people. I know a lot of you guys haven't seen the Ghibli movies because, oh, my God, Kiki's Lyric Service, 30 years old, blah, blah, blah. Listen to me. These movies are so... I'm just going to make a broad sweeping statement. Charming. Here. They're so much better than the 99% of what you ever watch in anime that it's just, it, it's almost insulting to compare Kiki's Labor Service to like most That's movies. That's an opinion. It is That's fine. an opinion. It's an opinion, but like, you know, but, uh, but it, I'm just saying that these movies are in theaters, so you have no excuse not to watch them. Because put some respect on the name, you know what I'm saying? Totoro is coming to theaters on August 25th, 26th, and 28th. In September, they're doing Adietti. In October, they're doing Spirited Away. In November, they're doing Princess Friggin' Mononoke. And in December, they're doing The Tale of Princess oh, Kaguya. Yeah, Kaguya's dope. Listen to me. Studio Ghibli is is god tier for a good reason. And I'm just going to assume a lot of people haven't seen the Ghibli movies. We've done polls. I know it's true. They're in theaters, and they're not. And it's not like they're in a couple theaters either. They, they yeah, they're nationwide. A, it is in a theater near you. I guarantee it. You should go watch it. And another, another PSA, Millennium Actress, they do also do a oh, Satoshi yeah. Kon movie every year. Millennium Actress is coming oh, to theaters I'd like to, on August yeah, I'd like to go see that. 13th and August 19th only. So I am going to go see that for sure. Talk. I'm going to go buy That's the my ticket. Favorite, I'm going to buy a ticket right now, Satoshi Kon film. Yeah, mm-hmm. that movie's amazing. Another damn masterpiece yeah. of a movie. So Is that one still impossible to find on Blu-ray, or is that one like you can buy that easily? Oh, I'm not sure about that, but the pretty damn good mm. movie. And um, yeah, and these movies they do look good on the big screen. Uh, they're meant for the big screen, and uh, I recommend it highly. Get out there, educate edu- yourself on some Ghibli and on some Satoshi Kon by seeing these movies in theaters. You won't regret it, guaranteed. So, and uh, besides, my name Totoro is next, and Totoro is kind of like, I mean, it kind of started it all. You know what I mean? In a way. So, yeah, go do it. All right, um, that's my PSA. Did anybody have anything? else before we jump into big news now let's do it i'm gonna take that as a no (laughs) let's go (laughs) let's do it it's time for big news of the week 
Uh, this big news of the week is Monster, JoJo's, and more creators will be drawing the 2020 to- Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics posters. Yes. JoJo's creator uh, Hirohiko Araki and Monster's creator Naoki Urasawa are just two of the 18 artists that will be working on the 2020 Olympic and Paralympic posters. Uh, Urasawa will be creating a poster highlight for the Olympic Games. Well, Araki will be providing artwork for the Paralympic Games mm. and uh, the Tokyo 2020 official art poster project is bringing together a bunch of artists, domestic and international, and the full roster, which you can find um, if you go to, I, I think there's an article in, in Anime News Network, if you want to go check that out, it has the, a full roster of everyone who's going to be there, but it's um, a bunch of talented artists and graphic designers from all sorts of areas from both anime and outside of anime. And yeah, Araki um, previously drew the poster for the 2016 National Disabled Persons Sports Festival. So it's, a right. really cool picture. it's not a spoiler, but one of the, of the very prevalent characters and one of the upcoming, as in not yet adapted to anime Jojo parts is paralyzed from the waist down. So mm. he definitely has uh, an interest and expertise. Is that, in that the character? Yeah. One of the characters in Jojo is paralyzed. I mean, in the poster that we have? Oh, uh, no, I don't think it's been announced yet okay. if it will be that character or not. Okay. Um, I'll put up the picture. Oh, nope. I didn't save it. I gotta do that before I can put it in our live stream notes. Man, you, I'll put up a picture in there. You just couldn't have come. You just couldn't have had a better country to make cool promo art than Japan. I mean. I know, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, you gotta, you gotta slay that shit. You got a million of these famous artists. They all have like, their, they all have their own art styles. Like, you can totally tell, you know, j- just from looking at the poster, you know, you know that, that it's Araki. I mean, it's pretty clear. And it's just, you know, you have this plethora of famous artists and comic book artists and creators that are just so willing to help out, you know, just because they're so proud of their own country. And and uh, it's cool to see all the artwork. I'm really enjoying looking at all of it. This one looks really cool. Yeah. Track and field, I think. So, interesting. I also just love JoJo artwork. So it'd be really <laughs> so stylish. Good, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still, I'm so, still, I'm still trying to go to that 2020 Olympics. We'll see if that happens. We'll have to see. <laughs> we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But uh, yeah. So up next we have Enzo Senpai's Notice Me Corner. Let's Are you ready? It. It's been Let's a long go. time. Yes, I'm so happy to do it again. So many people need. They're desperate. They're desperately seeking your attention. Enzo. Have you guys? Have you guys? Have you guys done it the last two episodes? No, we didn't. Oh my god, it. I'm so We're not doing it without the Enzi. It's well, you. Well, they don't want our attention. They need your attention. Gotta give it to the people. Join us in Enzo-senpai's Notice Me Corner. I love doing this. Welcome to the... This is Enzo-senpai's Notice Me Corner where you guys can just write in to me and I will read the thing you wrote, which is an accomplishment, something you're working towards, or something you're just very proud of that you've done. You know what I'm saying? Because we want to celebrate you. Yeah. You, know what I'm saying? you guys are, you guys are our lifeline celebrating you. So this one comes in from Chris, very unique name. That's right. And they say, so th- <laughs> he's like, hey, now this is my name. <laughs> hey, I got that at first, Mister. That was my first birthday present, and I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you know, I roast out of love. Everyone that knows me knows this. But Chris says, so this year started well. Got an excellent yearly review at my job and won and won two awards at said job last year. Damn. So job wise, doing really well. But today. Today, I took my youngest daughter, who was 10 months, to co- to Costco for the first time. And I think that's pretty awesome for some reason. Huzzah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Here's the thing, though. I will say, when I was younger and I was a kid, I loved 
few things more than being taken to giant stores because it's like it, my imagination would just go crazy like it, being taken to like ikea when i was like 12 was like the shit because it was like so many like sets to like imagine shit in so i get it i get chris i get you you're the best keep being a good father to your daughter or chris could be a, a girl name too so be, keep being a good parent to your daughter and make sure that when she listens to podcasts for the first time you know what to queue up okay that's right okay okay thanks for writing in if you guys want to write in go to the website aapodcast.com and at the top you'll see a button that says mailbags and more and then you'll be you'll be presented with an option to write into Enzo Senpai's Notice Me Corner which I love I love this segment so much I miss it every time I don't do the podcast so thank thanks you, for Chris. writing in thanks Chris for writing in. I, I just want to say that I grew up in uh, epically redneck West Virginia there were no Costco's we we barely had we barely had a mall <laughs> anywhere you know like my Costco was uh, going out in the woods and shaving the bark off trees and making my own furniture. Oh. Three, three years old with an axe out in the woods, chopping down lumber, making myself some play oh, toys. Oh, lumberjacks. Oh, yeah. Lumberjack and, mitts. And I'll tell you what, three years old or not, if you don't think that chopping down trees and shaving the bark off, making your own little wooden toys with its little wheels, if you don't think that'll put a beard on a three-year-old, you're damn wrong. You're damn wrong, dude. But you had to shave that. <laughs> For hot new anime releases. <laughs> moving, moving swiftly along. Very we swift. Have, very swift. Very swift. We have some great hot new anime releases. This one is really funny. Um, we the upcoming we have the my next life as a villain is all roots lead to doom. It is uh, a light novel and manga series, romantic comedy. Uh, it's getting a release in 2020. The staff and studio have not been announced yet, but there has recently been an explosion of isekai <sighs> manga that feature female leads being sucked into their favorite Otome games. And this is the first one of those mm. to get an adaptation. Sounds like a and the plot goes... Does it? Uh, yeah. Which one? Just, I don't know. Girls what? being sucked into oh, their favorite Otome games. Getting sucked games. into oh, your yeah. Otome game? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> This is not a porno, but Um, the plot goes, after hitting her head particularly hard one day, Duke Clay's daughter, um, Katari, Katarina, Katarina, sorry, suddenly recalls all the memories of her past life, that of a teenage Japanese girl. Just before her untimely death, this girl recalls playing an Otome game. That is exactly like the world that she is currently living in. She is now Katarina Clay's, the antagonist of the Otome game, who nastily hounded the protagonist until the end. Knowing all the possible outcomes of the game, she realizes that every single possible route ends with Katarina being murdered or exiled. In order to avoid these catastrophic bad ends, she has to use her knowledge of the game in her own wiles, starting with breaking off the engagement with the prince. Will Katarina survive while making her way through the world, where every bad flag trips at every turn? So, uh, hmm. it's funny, because my manga minute that I'm doing today has a very similar plot to this. It's funny, because That's I... so weird. A while ago, I mentioned have you, to my friends, um, to a couple of the other ladies in our Otome uh, Discord group, I said, uh, have you read this manga, the one that I'm doing for my manga minute? And somebody else said, oh, yeah, but they were talking about this manga. That's how, like, That's closely ridiculous. related they are. <laughs> it's really funny. We didn't find out till much later that we were both talking about different, completely different manga. <laughs> but um, up next, we have Hatage Kemonomichi. 
Uh, this is an anime, anime adaptation of a comedy manga. And I don't have the English. What do you think the English title of this is? Would be? Mm-hmm. Would Mason know? Kimono Michi. Yeah, Mason, translate. Uh, I do not know. I'd like to see the kanji for that. Let me look, yeah. Let me, let me pull let me that up. Mm. Real-time me, translations. Well, um, Hatage Kimono Michi, if I stumbled through it the first time. Just make it clear. <laughs> uh, this is an anime adaptation of a comedy manga. It'll be featuring... Um, It'll be directed by Kazuya Miura, who hasn't really directed anything previously, just key animator stuff. Um, there, it was originally created by three different people: Mosuke Mataku, who worked on Bakken Test; Natsume Akatsuki, who worked on Kodasuba; and Yume Yumeuta, who worked on Bakken Test. I'm so sorry if I butchered your names. But um, the synopsis goes, Master wrestler Genzo Shibata likes all kinds of animals and creatures. He sounds like me so far, because I am a master wrestler. Uh, one day, he is summoned to another world where a princess asks him to kill, help kill magical beasts. But he gets mad and puts her in a German suplex. <laughs> Instead, he begins okay. life as a pet shop owner in another world. I don't so, know. I don't know. I don't know what Hatage means, but Kemono Michi just means like animal, animal. Yeah. Or? Animal people. Well, Michi oh. is like road, kimono, like if you've seen kimono zume, like that's like animal. So it's like animal road and mm. like hatage is like raising like a flat, like it's got the kanji for like national flag and to raise. So it's like raising an army or raising a business or of animal stuff. So I'm guessing it's the, the pet yeah, shop it's opening a pet shop. Mm. With abs. What is this other one that you mentioned, Mitz? Yeah, well, MAPPA has said that they're going to be doing the second season of Grand Blue Fantasy, which is a pretty big deal because I know a lot of people watched the first Grand Blue, Grand Blue yeah, Fantasy. Yeah, it was actually fun. <clears throat> yeah, it was one of the highest watched shows of the season that it came out in, which was, it looks like, spring of 2017. <clears throat> and this is going to be coming out pretty soon. It's going to start on October 4th, so you're not going to have to wait very long. And it's got some staff from Banana Fish behind it, so... Yeah, so um, more Grand Blue Fantasy. So I know that people are, you know, people are probably excited about that. Um, um, Grand Blue Fantasy, if you Grand Blue is a game, isn't it? Yeah, it's based on a game. For those of you okay. that missed the that missed that first one, it's about a world where um, where the islands were the sky is full of islands, and a boy named Grant is t- is talk in a talking winged lizard named Wyron lives in a city, an island which yields mysteries. One day they come across a girl named Lyria. Lyria has escaped from the from an empire, a military government that is trying to rule over the world using powerful military prowess. And in order to escape from the empire, Gran and Lyria head out into the vast skies holding a, the letter Gran's father left behind, which says that I will be waiting at uh, Est- Estalusia, the island of stars. So it's a fantasy show, and I just know a ton of people watched it. So it's... Mm. Um, pretty big deal i think it was a sega property and i'm p- putting my neck out there by saying that but i, I should I, check it I think out it was a sega game uh, I'll, I'll look that up just to make sure but. i think i always got it mixed up with the tales games is it by the same people i am gonna look that up right now tales is namco bandai hmm. oh so, okay but i'm just not i'm not 100 sure but i thought it was a sega game but i could totally be wrong um yeah uh, yeah so i misheard it at that i First, oh, I thought this was the next uh, season of Grand Blue, just not not Grand Blue Fantasy, oh, the, uh, the, diving the diving one, one in college. And mm. I'm like, this is, doesn't oh, look God. anything like it. <laughs> You're, you guys are completely what, what wrong. What a sequel, let me tell you. <laughs> I guess Grand Blue Fantasy is a side games. It's the same people that did yeah. the, uh, the um, 
Whatever like horse uh, Uma Musume, Horse Girl, Pretty Derby. They've done a lot of stuff. They've done a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're interesting. They're putting a lot of money into anime lately. All mm. right, lots of new stuff coming out. So, trivia. Who would like to do that? Hmm. I allow me, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> I allow you. I insist. Uh, please allow me. <laughs> we, to do you're it. allowed. I need to make up for everything <laughs> I've done. Okay, so. As you guys know, on the website, aapodcast.com, you can scroll to the bottom and then you will see a question that we ask you guys every week. Um, this last week's question, um, I forgot what it was, but the winner was Golden Jedi Link with the answer, Orphan. Mm-hmm. Um, the and the next artist. theme we're going to be focusing on is, or the current theme, I, I suppose, is Anime Dragons. Um, so if you want to keep in touch with that, just visit the website after this episode is done. You'll see the new question up there. Answer it. You'll win fantastical prizes. Um, fantastical prizes. Aren't they making another season of Orphan? Oh, they are. are they? Well, it's not a new. They're remaking it. I okay, because f- all right, the first season of Orphan is pretty good. The second season of Orphan is horrendous. So I, I don't <laughs> agreed. I don't know. I mean, absolutely one of the most tragic, just divestitures just of quality you've ever seen. I mean, it literally went from. Is it? Is it as it does it match up in quality to the video game? <laughs> uh, the, I mean, the video game. Oh, holy shit! It's also atrocious. So yeah, that sounds so mm-hmm. sad. No, like I would say that like the first season of Orphan is like a seven out of ten, and then the second season of Orphan is probably like a two. Wow, it's so like worse than oh, like yeah. a psychopath or oh, Tokyo oh, Ghoul oh, yeah. situation. Oh, yes. That's so oh, sad. So. Oh, yeah. oh my god, big oof, my dude. Yeah. Except Big that I don't th- Orphan wasn't nearly as big as those other titles, though. True, but I'm true. Just, I, I, just, no. I, I just hope it gets back. Orphan's a cool character. He is. So I hope mm-hmm. they get back to, to like the, the good stuff, you know, and, uh, you know, and leave all that bad shit behind. So, okay. All right. So now that we've asked you the website question, we got an in-show weekly trivia question for you that you can contemplate while we go on break. This question is, I just saw Kiki's Delivery Service in theaters. This year marks the what anniversary of the creation of the film? If you're very savvy, Mitsugi spoiled that earlier in the episode. Uh (laughs) But ponder that. We'll be right back with the podcast goodness, baby. BRB. See you soon. everybody, Mitsugi's here, and I'm bringing you your first dose of anime news. Leading us off, it looks like Gintama's 77th and final volume of the manga announced that they're going to be having a third film in the Gintama series. It looks like information about the release date and the content and subject matter of the film are going to be released at a different time. However, get excited that even though the Gintama manga has concluded with its 77th and final volume, there's going to be a third Gintama film coming out. Next up, it looks like Studio Kyara has announced that it's going to be producing a Shin Ultraman, or in English, New Ultraman, film that's going to be releasing in 2021. For those of you that are fans of that property, get excited, because the Shin Godzilla director Shinji Higuchi and his team are going to be working on the project primarily, and Evangelion creator Hideaki Anno is in charge of planning and scripts. 
and it looks like Anno has already actually proposed a draft of the script, which he completed back on February 5th. So if you're a big fan of Ultraman, look forward to Studio Kata and some pretty big names working on that property for 2021. Next up, in some politics news, President Trump has told Prime Minister Abe that he will continue to accept short-range ballistic missile launches. It looks like the reason for this is that the administration wants to keep North Korea engaged in negotiations and prevent Washington's talks with Pyongyang from collapsing. So even though they, North Korea has launched now three missiles in just over a week towards Japan, so, however, Trump has told the White House reporters that he thinks that it's very much under control. So, we'll have to keep monitoring the situation, although things are very tense and lots of people in Tokyo are very concerned about the activities of North Korea. Next up, and lastly, Gundam Build Divers Re colon Rise, an ONA, is going to be coming out in October. Yet another anime with a Re colon in the title, I see. It looks like the series is going to stream on YouTube uh, Sunrise's new Gundam channel, and the story is set two years after the events of Gundam Build Divers, where a new vi version of the Gunpla Battle Nexus Online game launches, and the story centers on four divers who participate with completely different playstyles and levels. Hiroto is a lone diver, Kaz Kazami is a diver that plays in different parties, Mei is a diver who plays, games, who plays the game all day, and Parviz is a shy beginner with the determination to be in the party with other players. So the four are going to band together to form a team, it looks like, with the director of the, of the property being Shinya Watada, who was the director of Gundam Build Divers. So if you're a fan of that property, look forward to Gundam Build Divers and ONA coming out on the Sunrise YouTube channel for Gundam. This is Mitsugi, and this was your anime news break. And now, time to get back to the podcast. Mandy, I've got a great idea. All right, let's hear it. Okay, what if, now hear me out, what if we did additional episodes? I'm talking hobby addicts, after parties, maybe even hentai episodes, if you're nasty. Well, I mean, we already do all of those. Hold on, what? Yeah, we've been doing that for like years. How did I not know about this? Um, you've been in like a ton of those episodes. Come on, Mandel. My name is Mandy. Okay, okay, Medward. You know I don't pay attention to things like that. Like yourself speaking? Huh? Well, I'm glad now we're making millions off these extra episodes. Actually, they're only like a couple bucks a month. Wait, what? Yeah, if you go to aaapodcast.com slash join, you can sign up to get access to all of our extra podcast goodness for just a few bucks a month. Whoa, that is a steal. All right, so where do I go to sign up? I just told you aaapodcast.com slash join. And besides, you're in those episodes. Huh? Just just, just go to aaapodcast.com slash join already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there Woo! it is. Hit that choreo. One and two. And welcome back get that to the AAA <laughs> <laughs> <Cardio> podcast. 
um, where we have asked you a weekly in-show question for you to fucking answer. Oh, my God. He's not going to turn down the music for oh, you. Oh, no. He's, he's just, just not even going to know. Letting, he's just letting it happen. <laughs> it's just too good. Here at the, here at the AA Podcast, we have top-tier production value where you can see that we know how to mix our volume so well. Yeah. So well. Anyway. The question we asked before the break was, I just saw Kiki's Delivery Service in theaters. This marks what anniversary of the creation of the film? Mandy? What oh, is, the answer is, is uh, 30. Oh, 30. 30 that's, big old years. That's still not older than me. <laughs> no, but it's, oh. Oh, let's get it. We hit One, the climax. Two, three, hey, uh, uh, uh. Do those Pick Pilates. Pick Rock. Hey. Let's go. God. Oh my god, give me that 80 cent. Fucking damn. People in the Discord constantly are asking, oh, where's this music from? Where can I find this? We're just giving the people what they want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want a whole minute of that music? Let's get it. We'll start up a side podcast where we won't talk and just give you our music. Yeah. yeah, that's probably what they want. Anyway. Probably that's probably what they that. want. Honestly, that's probably that's probably what they want. Me, shut, me just yelling shut, out, just shut your cake hole and out. play yeah. the music. And me yelling at them to like get the choreo. It, it down gets the people like going. Cake hole. <laughs> yeah, dude. Man, I would love some cake. I haven't had cake I would in love cake. My Fuck. my lovely girlfriend made me cupcakes yesterday because it was my birthday. What? Uh, uh, yeah. Do you guys so know the yeah. proper yeah. way to eat cupcakes? Happy birthday! Okay, can we wait, sing happy birthday? No, 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 oh, please, can God. we please, no, Mason? Can you sing the birthday? love of God? No, oh, Mason, please do it. it. Let's do it because oh it'll embarrass God. him. It's, that's what I want. Oh. Okay, ready, ready. <laughs> happy birthday, birthday, to- happy, happy birthday, birthday. <laughs> to you. <laughs> happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. It's, it'll be hilarious because you guys are never going to sing in sync on this recording. You know what? You just try. And I'll, and I'll be okay. here. <laughs> oh, we won't be in sync. He would, he would just smite us and just like change all our audio levels and like add mm-hmm. auto tunes oh, yeah. and make it sound horrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, here's, yeah. Here's, what I, here's what I will say Mitsuki has an archive of all of us saying dumb shit all the time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hundreds do of we hours. Test, and then we, he turns us into drops. Yeah. Well, that's true. I about guess we, shitting on people's faces. Yep, I shit about, on your face. <laughs> yep. I was shit on your face. I, I thought, <laughs> yeah, but I already ate this shit burger. <laughs> yeah, shit burger. They're all shit related. They're all shit related. It literally is the shit we say. I mean, Fuffages. what I will say. <laughs> what? What, I, what was that? <laughs> Diagnose my fetish, Cosmo. Fuck. <laughs> Senpai. <laughs> oh my god, Senpai, please stop. I don't even know what's You're... real anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. You don't even all know right, what's real Exactly, all exactly. All right. Oh, I'm ready for my, for my manga minute. Are you ready? Are you ready for, for your close up? Yes. And now, let's take a minute for the manga minute with Mandy. This is Mandy's Manga Minute, where I take a minute to tell you about a manga and help you find something new to read. And this one is called The Accomplishments of the Duke's Daughter. After a young woman gets hit by a car, she wakes up in her favorite dating sim as Iris, the villain of the game. Iris decided that rather than chase after the prince, she'll go down a different route, revolutionize society, and save her father's failing fiefdom. Now, it's only Iris's happy ending at stake, or... Gosh, I messed that up. Now it's not only Iris' happy ending at stake, but the whole country. Whew, 
coffee. <laughs> Accomplishments of the Duke's Daughter is a fantasy manga written by Rea and illustrated by Suki Umemiya. It is still currently publishing with six volumes in Japanese and three available in English. The manga is also an adaptation of a light novel series by the same name. During this current isekai trend, we haven't seen a large amount of female leads in terms of anime. But, um, we, however, in the manga world, we are seeing a giant increase of stories featuring female leads or gains up into Atome games. Accomplishments of the Duke's daughter stood out to me due to the direction the manga takes. Because one would assume that if a woman is being sucked into their favorite Atome game, she'd probably pursue the main love interest. But Iris decides to take things in a completely different direction and try to start up her own business and better the lives of everyone in her father's domain. Iris is reconfiguring the tax system, boosting the economy, introducing the world of chocolate and how that and how she could use that to profit, and also creating schools, loans, and orphanages for homeless children. Um, so if you're expecting romance, that from what I've read, it doesn't show up at all in the first three volumes. All of the Atome Games pretty boys are still in the world, but they're very minor characters for Iris to outshine. Uh, the manga is a more watered-down version of the light novel, so things do feel like they progress at a very rapid pace. Iris feels like she completely forgot that this was an Otome game to begin with, and so it's a bit jarring. But if you're interested in a different kind of isekai than what you're usually used to, you can check this out. The light novel does not have an official English translation yet, but hopefully we'll see one in the future. Man, my mouth exercises during a break did not help at all. I was like, I'm going to stretch my mouth and hopefully I won't fuck up as much. Wrong. <laughs> it's my brain's fault, not my mouth. <laughs> I really like the I really like the character designs and the photo you posted. Um, Thank yeah, you. Cool. Yeah, yeah they really I, I've to read me. the first three volumes, but um, I think this one, though, it would not do very well as an anime adaptation. I think the other one was better to adapt because this one is like, all business, really. I just, I can't, I feel like if they translate it into anime, there's not much to animate. So it, it does very well as a But the taxes, the taxes, it's what the people want. But the taxes, <laughs> yeah. That's what the people want, and more taxes. <laughs> Did you guys see that video of that kid playing Monopoly? Right. Oh, who's just bawling his eyes out oh, when he's crying yeah. about, he's crying about having to pay taxes in Monopoly. Oh my God, I died. Life, man. I died, it was great. Uh, mm -hmm. All right, so what is this Mason's Weekly Waifu? Well, you're about to find out. So I've been procrastinating uh -huh. on the details of my magnum opus segment uh, in favor of remedying uh, an anime talking point that has been much neglected on this podcast. The waifu. That's right, folks. Uh, huh. e each week until the end of this year, I'll be going over some of my favorite female characters uh, with perhaps a twist every now and then. Uh, what makes them so good, and using that as a springboard to recommend the perhaps underwatched shows in which they exist. Uh, so for August, the theme is going to be raven hair maidens. That is to say, waifus who possess black hair. Uh, but I'm also using this as like a sort of self-introduction, as I relate strongly to all the characters that I'm going to be talking about over this in the next three weeks. Uh, so the first waifu I want to bring to uh bring to the battlefield i guess is the uh the <laughs> did you can, can you play the play the drop which drop which drop do you want me to play <laughs> play the oh, 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 for the waifu wars you know the <laughs> war <laughs> one <laughs> there we go <laughs> 
That is a live recording of our waifu wars. Waifu wars that uh, right are now. soon to be fleshed out. Uh, mm-hmm. The first waifu is uh, Kino from 2003's Kino no Tabi mm. or Kino's Journey. Mm. Hey girl, <laughs> you're looking so fine. Okay, this show is actually Kino. Uh, so briefly, the, if you haven't seen it, Kino's Journey is about our main character character who travels through different countries to experience their customs and understand their histories but she never stays longer than a couple days so she avoids like settling down or forming too much of a connection um she does so with her talking talking motor red i can't even talk but her motorcycle can hermes uh with whom she discusses yeah the philosophy of the places they encounter mm-hmm. and forms a partnership with kino in the form of literal and figurative balance and support uh, this is a very slow, contemplative show, similar to Mushishi, Habane Renme, and Girls' Last Tour. Most importantly, what makes Kino a good waifu? First of all, happy birthday, Mitz, happy birthday, Mitz, happy birthday to you. Okay, there Damn we right. go. Got, got it in there. Uh, you got it out of the way. You snuck that in there. It's great. So obviously, <laughs> she has a great character design. Uh, you'll soon learn that short hair is besto. Uh, nope. she, she is honest, Ball composed. Soul. Loyal to oh. herself and her principles of non-intervention, uh, though okay, she possesses empathy and care towards others when she can't afford to do so. But she's got this like secretive mysteriousness that shrouds what she presents to the world in a realistic way that presents a deep and enriching character. Uh, everything she owns, her belongings are simple, efficient, and iconic. She's got this flowing coat to store items and conceal her belongings, this adorable hunting cap with riding goggles, uh, her markswoman collection of firearms, which, with which she is brutally competent to uh, the motorcycle himself, Hermes, which is like a superior SS100, which is like the super rare motorcycle that's like an icon of engineering. Um, like she's tidy, she strives to maintain order and maintain her physical capabilities. But she's like still moe at the same time because she's got the sweet tooth, which prompts like a slice of cake or like stopping at a dessert shop to give us like precious moments of bliss. Uh, she's just so great and understanding. And if I could How live my life, go ahead. Dare you? Oh my goodness! How I could live dare you? My life, like even mention the word moe in this establishment. Oh, oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's just one. it's just low key enough. It's just subtle enough that you're like, you're ah, playing my a, heart you're playing melts. A game, Mason. Oh, he didn't say moe. He said no way. I said oh, I heard, more I, cake. oh, I heard what he said. Okay. <laughs> she's not moe designed. She's not moe like infused. She's just got just got that little sweet tooth that just is perfect. Yeah, uh, and I hope I she gets tons of cavities. <laughs> Oh, ooh, ooh. Oh. Well, if I could live my oh. life like any character, uh, I would choose to template myself after Kino. Like, if you've ever heard my travel stories, um, I just love wandering the streets of where I visit, like soaking myself in the culture and surroundings as I move through an environment. Like, I watch and I consume the local flavors. And like, often a solitary traveler, there's something very untethering about just ending up where your feet guide you, as a free-falling with the crowd and traffic to your next unexpected destination observing all that happens as simultaneously simultaneously a participant in humanity but detached from emotional proximity and she just embodies that like travel aesthetic so well and she's measurably better than almost any character that's come out recently that she's just a great she's just a top tier classic waifu that i recommend watching the show on so if you do plan on I- watching it go ahead I, I 
Never mind. You go, you go ahead. Mine isn't important. I just was going to say there's, <laughs> if you do plan on watching this, there is like an alternative series, which is entitled similarly, but with a suffix, the animated series, which is like a 2017 version done by, I believe, Studio Lerche. Uh, it's fine, but it's nowhere near as good as the original, and it contains some duplicate episodes. So watch the original one by Studio ACGT. Uh, the visuals, voice acting, and aesthetics are a little blocky, but they hold up very well and have a charm in the dichotomy between like the pastel, soft colors and like the real dark philosophical themes. Hmm. I really love and appreciate that you did this, but I am very offended because you told me you were going to do my wife uh, first, and then you lied. I and took did it away. lie because the theme for next <laughs> month is way better fitting for her. Oh, okay. And, uh, is it women that can kick your ass? <laughs> sort of, kind of, yeah. Okay. <laughs> do not so, allow him to suck you into into this this so-called Kino's journey, aka a path down the road of pestilence and misery. Okay. That, that Kino's journey is fantastic. You will though. find nothing at the end of the Moe Road other than your own destruction. Well, they won't so all say, be Moe. So say Kino is certainly not. If you've if you've I ever now dealt you with her pistols, you would be very quick to change your opinion. Also, I've, I've seen some people say that her hair is not black, but it actually is in the original work. So it's it, it good enough that I'm course. counting it. Yeah. I'm gonna have to tell you that if you think that the that, that the Pope of the Church of Mitsugi is so easily gonna be swayed but into your Moe filth harem plot line. Okay? Moe filth harem. It isn't Man. gonna happen the way that the way that you foretold in your clean. dreams, okay? They take showers. We bathe each other. On the road on the road that is Moe, <laughs> there are many pitfalls, and they Hard are ignored. all dug by the acolytes of the Church of Mitsugi. May you fall forever into the eternal pits of hell. Amen. For there is no bottom. Your screams shall only be heard for all eternity, echoing forth from the blackness that is the abyss of your own despair. So say the Pope. Preach. Preach. Mm. Preach. So we have a topic. We do. Let's get to that. <laughs> so, in honor of our this awful heat wave, that Dude, I mean, last I think it was two weeks ago, we over here in the Midwest had a heat wave, and gosh, it got up to like over a hundred degrees. But we've all been complaining about it, so we decided let's do our climates in anime. That'll be fun. We'll talk about anime that seem just horrible to live in. <laughs> Well, I'm living in Colorado, so it's not so hot right now. <laughs> hmm. mm. All right, temperature check. You want to, you, you want to, you want to play this game? Temperature check. Temperature I'm check. sitting at about uh, 90 in Connecticut. New York's not that hot today. Let's see here. Yeah, today's okay. I mean, considering we're yeah. at 88 degrees 82, Fahrenheit. 82 in Colorado. So it's not too bad. Not, I mean, compared to what it has been. New York is at a nice 73 with light rain. Damn. I love it. Wow, wow you're spoiled. Spoiling me. <laughs> Living the dream. Weather. Light Living rain. Dream. Light rain, 70 degree weather, baby. That's the aesthetic. All right. So, yeah, there are some... We've all been living in, and it, it was it's it's been hot here in Colorado too. To be honest with you, for Colorado at least, I don't even want to know what it's been like in Florida. Oh, I was gonna say, what is it in Florida? I don't want to. You want me to look? Do I dare? I can look on my phone while you're going. All right. 
So this topic is going to be highlighting some of the mo- some of the more miserable climates and uh, like environments that in which anime take place. So and um, I think I think for the most part we tried to stick to like just bad just bad climates, not necessarily like natural disasters or anything like that. But I'm going to start off. Oh, with... Oh, I did. I'm sorry. Oh well, that's okay. I'm going to start off with an. <laughs> it's 89 an- degrees in Florida. Sorry. Okay. I'm going to start off with an anime that I've mentioned a few times, and that's the, the La Mason and Petite Cubes. Not because it's hot in that anime. And, and by the way, this is that this is that like six-minute anime that I told you that won the Oscar for Best Animated Short. Yeah, it's like 12 minutes, and it's the only yeah. other animated thing besides Spirited Away to ever win an Oscar. Yeah, and it's freaking great. And in this anime, the whole world is covered with water. Like, there's no land left. It's just been totally... It's like, let's fast forward, you know, 500 years through our fake uh, um, global warming existence. And this is what the world is going to look like when all the ice caps melt and like, you know, the water level rises by like four, 300 feet and we're all underwater. Yeah. That, this is what this is what the world would look like. And it's just this guy that just keeps in or his his answer to the rising water is just to keep building more floors onto his like house. So his house has like a thousand floors on it. And it's just like, what a shitty life, you know? You're like, you're like a prisoner in this house that's basically just a one-room house that's got a million floors with these hatches in the ceiling that he can, like, swim up through. And, damn, like, he's a prisoner li- there. Oh, this and- is the little short. I've seen yeah, this. Yeah, like, your oh, livelihood yeah. is just, like, constantly building upwards and then moving all your belongings up into a slightly smaller room so it can keep on standing. And that's it. That's all you have to look forward to. And make it's no great. mistake, so this good. anime, it is, this anime is great. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's. I think for, it's only like 20 minutes. No, or 12. No, no, it's like 12 that. minutes. Like even. 12, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, for what it's doing and for its length, I, I would personally say it's a masterpiece. Um, because it's just the message it's delivering is just so simple. But it's a beautiful anime and everybody should watch the La Mason and Petite Cubes. And uh, if for nothing else, then for the terrible environment that, you know. That. And he fishes through a floor, a hole in his floor. Yeah. And he smokes mm-hmm. a pipe. And he does. That yeah. he loses. Pipe. That he loses, and that's the whole point. So okay. to make it easier to look up, just look up House of Small Cubes. Yeah. Or Sukmiki Noie. Yeah, this is this is some good shit, people. This is a good. This is really good. You might even cry watching this. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's, the, the flood, both from there. the environment, the climate, and your tears, really are. Your, your emotions will flood forth. Exactly. Look at that. All right. I'm now that I've warmed you up with that, let's uh see what else we got going on here. My first one is a ship post. I said <laughs> Garden of Words because it's forty five minutes of just rain. And the natural disaster it. known as foot fetish. Yes. Yep. They were not clean feet. They were no. very dirty. They were quite dirty. I, feet. I mean for I could smell them. Some people are into that though, you know what I'm saying? Dirty feet? Oh yeah. Oh. Then oh, the, yeah. the New York Jets head coach. Um, oh, yep. That's exhibit A. Exhibit A. Apparently, uh, Makoto Shinkai. Oh, well. well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's your, what was your first? What's your first? <laughs> what's your do, you first? Want to go, do, do you want to give your, like, your actual first one? My actual first one? Yeah. Um, Yona of the Dawn or uh, Akatsuki no Yona. There's a major, like, section of the story centered on around this the really horrible living conditions in this one village and um like that village is suffering through just 
it's just a wasteland of drought and diseases and um the manga goes so much farther than the anime does so in the manga there's a great deal where um like great deal of it has like yona or band going like trying to help people in this area and trying to find crops that these people can grow because they can't even grow food the climate is so horrific so that's the first one that came up in my mind i could be wrong i think it's kingdom of psycho i could be wrong about the name of the kingdom but yeah that's it's really awful i um i watched a fair amount of of, uh, katsuki no yona but i stopped watching it when it turned into the two episode story arc um pretty boy festival like around the episode 17 or so i think it happened where it's just like pretty boy festival pretty boy comes in now we've spent three hour three episodes of mindlessness which one Well, I mean, there was there was like the pretty guy who wore the mask, you know, and he was. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of them. I don't know. I didn't get through all of them. I gave up. I was like, I can't watch this. It's not for me. I think it's fantastic. It's wow. a really good manga as well. Well, I'm glad you like it. Um, there's great deal amounts of political um, uh, politics going on in it, and there's a great deal of war as well in the manga. It's I I've really enjoyed the manga a lot. I'm still continuing it to him up to book 18. It's a really long series. I highly recommend it. Okay. Well, thank you very much. It is, it is, it isn't. It, it is, it, it is pretty good. And I think for the right person, it's excellent. Um, oh boy, here comes Mason coming with his hot takes. So I, uh, yes, literally. So I ordered my list from like <laughs> literally the, the least bad to like the worst climate ever. So this. This first grouping was just places that generally seem really warm and sweaty and gross. So that includes mm-hmm. uh, Gina Village from Gurren Lagann. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. Diamandra, there. which is like the South American inspired setting of like Michiko and Hachin. Amazing show. Uh, Jojo Part Six takes place in Florida, so of course we it all know does. how that is. Yeah, you. And you're well, at- also part. Yeah. Two is also in the, a desert. Well, part Listen. three is in. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. three, 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 not two. Sorry, Egypt. Three. That's what I meant. I've heard I, that's hot. I got to tell you. That <laughs> I've heard it's hot. You haven't experienced misery until you've walked outside in, a, in Florida summer in dress clothes for like it, for more than at least three seconds. Because, yeah. you're, because your underwear is immediately an ocean of Swampy your own Oh, my God, dude. It <laughs> is like, ass, it is go to the bathroom and wring out your shorts worthy of heat. Ugh, it is suffering. No. And then you get to sit in that all day. That's what it's like we living We deserve in more than that in life. Oh, you See? do. The problem is, in, we do. People you need to have the JoJo insane. outfits that aerate you with all the holes uh, and openings. <laughs> you see, the, the trick is to be half naked like the JoJo guys. You know <laughs> exactly. And listen, I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much shit on people who live in Florida because I was there for 14 years. But if you live in Florida, you are out of your friggin' mind, and that includes me for the last 14 years. It is too. You've Damn been saved, though. Hot in Florida. <laughs> he, he's just playing Amazing Grace in his mind because he once was lost, yeah. <laughs> but now he's found. Yeah, but now he's found. And and you're going to be found, too, Mason, when you hike to the top of the tallest peak in Colorado with me uh, at the end of the month. You're going to be like, Damn, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. That's I would say doing. that my body is ready, but but it's not. So I need, I need a couple more weeks of training, It'd but I'll like get that. there. <laughs> yeah, get, in, get, one of the, get one of those oxygen masks that make you look like Scorpion from uh, from uh, Mortal Kombat. Look like Bane. <laughs> that's the only way you're going to be able to train for this. But you're going to be fine. All right. Mason, you went off on this fucking topic, bro. I did. Damn. But did. Uh, I, that, dude, that's I enough for, like, the... Like, I also you, had to, like, try gun. 
on there. That was also yeah. kind of a gross place. But that was like the 100%. the first dab. I had that one as well. First yeah, dab into Trigon too. stuff. So yeah. Trigon, what's that? What? Well, it came out before like not before 2009, so I haven't seen it. He's shit posting. What's a triple gun? What's a triple gun? Does he what? have three guns? What's a double dollar? Is that like two dollars? Wow. 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 Deep. That's deep. That's, That's deep. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, may I go, Mason? Yes, you may. I allow. Oh, so, so I, you, Mason, between you and man, you guys covered a lot of the ones I thought. I thought of Claymore as well. Yeah, steal anything you but, want. Um, oh, I shouldn't have spoiled that. Oops. You're stealing mine? No, I did <laughs> not. I, no, I'm not. I'm not stealing yours. I just didn't. I worked I, hard on mine. I forget that you did. I forgot you didn't say that yet. But my one that I want to mention is um, Gargoyle. Gar, I always struggle saying Gargantia on the Verdo- on the Verdurious planet. Yep. Verdurious planet. Have you guys seen this one? Yes, I have. Yeah, so I think um, I think it's one of the first ones I saw for the podcast, or maybe beforehand. I forget. This is one of those anime. Where no, the there's whole, no the way. Whole, there's the, no way. The whole point of the show is the plot twist at the end. Yeah, hundred percent. But the Earth is basically just fucked here, so that's bad climate. <laughs> it's the entire Earth is like covered in ocean. Um, because reasons and people live on ships and the, the main ship on this one's I believe it's called Gargantia Gargantia I believe you're so, right yeah so no no the, the planet is called Gargantia I and it's all right covered also. in water yeah so that's why it's a bad because I would be terrified I'm not afraid <laughs> of sailing or anything but if it's my if it's my only place to be I'm gonna be like well I like my biggest fear is to drown so it's like not 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 it's not it chief it's not it chief have you seen the movie so, Waterworld with kevin costner uh yeah yes i have pretty that's sure, a movie 100%. that gets a lot of shit but i like that movie it's like whatever dude <laughs> it's a wild ride but yeah that's my first pick that's my first pick is suese no gargantia in japanese interesting okay i, for, yes. I, I have forgotten all about that one to be honest mm-hmm. um it's let's not that see great, here so. the 12 kingdoms i've talked about this yes, a lot dude Twelve Kingdoms is not a very nice place to live. I'll just say that, and mostly because many of the kingdoms suffer from just ter- terrible natural disasters and famine. And sometimes the natural disasters cause famine because they, it destroys like all the crops, and then everyone's starving to death. And it's it's like if you watch if you watch this anime, save for the the uh, the second arc, which is about Taiki, people are just suffering all the time. Like nothing is good. The land is just, if you look at the land, like generally speaking, when Yoko's like walking around, it's just, it resembles like a burned out forest, you know, like where there's a couple yeah. of trees sticking up and they're all black and charred. Like the, the tall kingdoms, like, and, and it's all determined by the, by the rulers of the kingdom. If they're a good ruler, the land is usually good and people are happy and healthy and wealthy. But if it's a bad ruler and there seem to be an awful lot of them because the bad ruler is way more interesting than a, than a good ruler in a verse for a story, it makes for good conflict. There's an awful lot of bad ones, and there's a lot of like just wow. I would never want to live here in, the, in, that, in that anime, and it's just and not only will you starve to death, but like you, but like yokai will come and eat you. I mean, it's it's like the worst. It's it it sucks. It sucks bad. Um, Yoko should have died a hundred times in that first book that that author wrote, but she's immortal, so she can't die. But like she literally should have died a hundred times. There, there's scenes in that where she's like laying face down in a mud puddle, starving to death, while like animals chew on her. I mean, it's like ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's about as bad no, no. as it's about as bad as it gets. So, 
But the Twelve Kingdoms is a is a damn good book series mm-hmm. and a good anime. So recommend that very much. And there's another book coming out. It's very long. I'm told. Something like 800 pages or something crazy. Ooh, so, that's amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be. They're long. all massive. Yeah, they're, long. they're like, God, Bible sized. Yeah, the, yeah. The fourth, the fourth book's <laughs> like huge. the fourth book's like 650. So. Yeah, it's very thick. It's yeah. taken up a lot of space on my bookshelf. All right. Um, my my next one, <clears throat> I did have Don Claymore, and it was like the area of uh, Pieta and Claymore. I guess for those who not don't know or never heard of it it's a uh, it was a shonen jump manga it also has an anime it's like 20 something episodes 25 or 26 but um that one's like about these demons that can turn into humans and they eat people and then there are these uh like yoma hunters that are um all the ones that we meet are women i think if, if i remember correctly and uh they are sort of like have um yoma inside of them it's been a long time since i've watched it but um yeah so in they go to fight this war and like it's actually you know what it kind of reminds me now that i was talking about it kind of reminds me of the witcher a little bit <laughs> of what a tiny bit of like monster hunters that also have like uh a yoma, like a part of them that's pretty much like a yoma that kind of reminds oh, okay. me of the witcher <laughs> But, um, yeah, they go to fight this uh, war in the north, and those episodes, like, towards the end of the series, it's just, the whole area is covered in snow and blizzards, and it's been a while since I've seen it, but I remember them talking a lot about, uh, like, how cold it is as well. It was really awful. It looks terrible. I I don't know why anyone would live there, because I remember they were trying to defend, like, this, um, not a village, it was, like, a city there. So people were living there. But I think they had to evacuate them during that war. But yeah, damn. I Claymore was a show I never watched. When I, I remember when I was in college, people were watching it a lot, and that was not to date myself, you know. But that was back in like two thousand seven <laughs> or six. Yeah, it's been a long time. I remember, yeah. like, um, man. Now that I was talking about it, I could be completely wrong, mem- remembering like incorrectly. But so much of it reminded me of The Witcher because I remember them having like special eyes too that kind of look like um, weird. <sighs> I think they called them witch eyes, but I can't remember. I, but uh, it, I remember them looking sort of like a cat. Look, are you of, look are you with your about, special eyes. My are brand. <laughs> are you thinking of Witchblade? I don't think so. Mm, okay. Witchblade. Fuck, I haven't heard that name in forever. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> so edgy. I erased <laughs> that shit from my memory. I'm sorry to remind you of that. I was wondering, like, if they use up their powers so quickly, they turn into demons themselves. I remember a lot of them having to take down, like, hunt down members of their order. I can't. Yeah. I can't wait to hear what Mason's next hot take is. Uh, it's not a hot take because I'm. I'm, I'm going. I'm a going cold. cold. Oh, ice cold. cold baby. So medium shout out to uh, girls last tour. Oh, I thought about it's this not one. like freezing cold, but it's it's a little uncomfortably cold. There's lots of snow, but it's okay because you get the wiggly white boys that are little <laughs> <Mason>? aliens. <laughs> you get a bunch of masons. Yeah, yeah. I just want you to know, I want one so bad. I watched that only like what a few weeks ago. Yeah, pretty recently. I binged through it. And I was like, 
I want one of these little Mandy, guys so binging bad. an anime? <laughs> Wild. Yeah, right? But, uh, Wild concept. <laughs> more so than the cold from Girls last tour, or the cold from literal Antarctica with a place further than the universe. Oh, good Is one. the uh, winter from uh, Hoseki no Kuni. Yes, which I recall. There's like a couple episode arc where winter descends upon the planet and like these ice flows and like frigid winds just like constantly like come over the land and it's just like not habitable. So like there's not even enough sunlight for the gems that live there to like exist and it forces them to just hibernate. Essentially any climate Mm -hmm. that's so bad where all you can do is just sleep, nothing else. uh, That's kind of rough. So yep. that that was kind of like the the cold end of the spectrum for climates that are just miserable. Hmm. Yeah, there aren't that many. I feel like there aren't that many cold. Well, there are always like it? scenes within a within a thing that's like, oh, we're unprepared and we're walking through the snow, but they don't usually last too long. I guess Vinland Saga has a little bit of that, that, but it's. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. It's never like a persistent climate that. I don't know. It's usually You'll just a little your touch of snow. Yeah. I know Katana Gatri had like one winter episode, but it's not, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Yeah. I thought about that one, too. I have another one that's centered on winter. All right. NZ Penzi, though. NZ Penzi. What yeah, you got? So what you got, boy? Is, I just think about um, Megalobox is my next one, because oh. aside from the city... Where like all the like all the fancy shit is like it's literally all like wasteland and like dry like climate outside of that and it's and every time Joe was in the wasteland like with with his trainer or whatever it just looked so hot it looks so hot and it looks so dry like you like the, the cracks in the rocks and everything so I I just think and also like it goes hand in hand with how. Um, like I think Mason, you probably said Trigram for the same reason, right? Because Trigram yeah. is also very like dry and like hot. And Did we all have Trigun down? I had Trigun down too, but I, I, <laughs> me too. I, I, I went down. To, it's like desert wasteland. Desert waste, exactly. Because when I think of Trigun, <laughs> I think of him in his red coat walking through like a wasteland and like sand blowing through. So, but Bengal Box similar, similarly, like obviously not as cool with the aesthetic of you know Vash Stampede, but you know also has a wasteland. And even more so, it's like it's it's just a shitty climate because everything that's nice is in this one city and then everything else is just barren so that's my gold box for me is my second pick nice i didn't write this down but kamudi kusa which was a recent show that i was really intrigued by but didn't really end up keeping up with because i didn't pass it but it was that show of the like holy shit what was it even about it had like the it had rin ritsu and rena like three little girls and they were like in that. Did you guys watch that show? And like they're like in the the completely post-apocalyptic wasteland, and they can control like colored leaves and shit. Oh no, that doesn't even sound familiar. No, yeah, I have no idea out, what you're talking about. What is it? It came out in Kamudi Kusa. I'll post a link. It came out in it came out in the winter of this last this last winter. And here is a. I'll, I'll post a link in the live stream. And yes, please. It's. You recognize it when you see it. I didn't pass it, but I was very intrigued by it. But that place is, like, horrible. There's no food. There's nothing. Oh, that was a little short that's, like, 3D CG? Yeah, it was 3D CG. It ended up being 12, 12 episodes. Okay. And it, it was a full-length show, but, man, like, there's no food there. I, f- I feel like there's not even any sunlight. Like, there's no... 
there's it's just everything's covered in like red mist it's it's what a shit place to live that would be like wow that is that's the worst i've ever seen that place is like i i don't know i mean that's that's as bad as it gets for real if you if, if you've seen that anime you know what i'm talking about and you know all this hot weather cold weather whatever you know like this place is the worst i mean it is it is bad so you know these three little gr- but th- that anime was just bizarre though i didn't understand what was happening and it, it was taking a little too long to get to it, so I had to, I had to let it go. I had to let it be free. <laughs> so, um, uh, continuing with like the winter theme, uh, this isn't the whole anime. There was an episode, a couple episodes of Mushishi that were very cold episodes. <laughs> there was one about a boy who like uh, he because of the mushi that's inflicted he's inflicted with um he can't feel cold but like he still suffers from frostbites so he's always out in this just this area this village that is just um it was eternally locked in like a like if like when like there's winter every like year like it doesn't like ever change like it's just constantly snowing and it just looked like a miserable experience it's a horrible think, place to live um, yeah, when I think the Mushi when Mushishi does was, snow, you feel the cold in your bones. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They do a really good job of showing like um the like smoke that comes from like your breath. It's it's freezing. <laughs> but um and that would it's actually the Mushi was causing snow to fall on just the boy. So like everywhere he went, he was it was just constantly snowing on That's him. So sad. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh then the episode after that they continued to go with the snow theme and there was like a mushi that was trapped this entire area in like an eternal winter and he and um and ginkgo gets trapped inside there and has to figure out how to get out of this area that's just locked in winter it's just it's so cold a couple episodes are just pure cold i remember watching it during like winter and i was like this is miserable <laughs> great series so it's one good. of my favorites so but yeah but I wouldn't want to live there. <laughs> Come on, not even for a day. Not even, not for, even a for a day. No. Wow. <laughs> you liar. <laughs> I'm not a fan of cold weather or snow. But you're a fan of little buggy guys, spirit bugs. Yes, spirit bugs that don't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, that's important. Yeah. You know, for that they don't hurt you. But it seems like most of the... I mean, if they would have given me, like, crazy rainbows, yeah, that's cool. It seems like most of the bugs in that and in Mushishi are bad. Like, they, they're they always hurting yes. somebody. Bugs are I'm bad trying... in general. Okay. Aside from bees. Bees do good. Things. <laughs> Unless they give you the your eyeball thing. back. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, even colder than cold, though, I wanted to give an honorable mention cold? to all the uh, anime that take place in space. I really hope... Someone out there caught my reference there. Colder than cold? Ice cold. Ice cold. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, no. no okay. No one? Oh, Outcast. Okay. God. Outcast, baby. There it is. I, I know Thank what you're you, talking Mandy. about. Thank you, Mandy. I chose to ignore it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's so funny. Speaking oh. of Outcast, an Outcast song came on. I think I tweeted about this. <laughs> <laughs> I 
an outcast came on what song what came on when my mom was listening and she said shake it like a roly-poly pizza and i started dying <laughs> shake it shake it shake it like a roly-poly pizza <laughs> like a roly-poly pizza and i was like where did you hear that it's obviously polaroid picture and she's like i think i'm hungry that's uh that's at a, 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 a mandy on twitter for more hot takes about yes, roly poly outcast combo crossovers <laughs> that the world my mom, shit my mom like, says if you'd like exactly if you would like me to start a list of shit my mom says i'd be more than happy to and you'll get a kick yes. out of it <laughs> yes please do She's i'm interested crazy. to see what mama mama She's mandy so says. funny especially when she gets really hyper man She's crazy <laughs> all right who's up next i mean i was just gonna run through uh some space places because those are literally uninhabitable climates uh you got man yeah space what a terrible memories <laughs> uh, especially the suck, first dude. episode magnetic rose uh, it's really great space brothers uh which shows a really good job especially on the moon the climate oh, there yeah. uh, uh knights of shadonia which is they're just kind terrible, of awful scary. all around you got planet yep. test which is a space <laughs> Uh, Trash Man, which is a great show and shows the dangers of it. Great. And uh, you got Space Dandy, which is absolutely Wild. unrealistic, but so it's dangerous everywhere. But oh, my yeah. actual next show was actually the uh, trilogy of Godzilla movies that Polygon Pictures and Netflix did a couple years ago. Uh, it's Those are fun. Those are actually, as not a big Godzilla fan, they're a ton of fun and fun, you don't man. need to know anything going into them. Nope. And it's... There's some unbelievably epic moments in there. Does he look at it, dude? Like he just gets in there. Essentially, the climate of Earth is so bad because of Godzilla's presence. Like the whole like biosphere like bends to its will and like makes Earth like spectacularly uninhabitable between like terrain shifts, fog, electromagnetic fields, and like an atmosphere that is like impenetrable. And uh, it's. I just don't want to get too in the weeds, but definitely check it out as like new environmental like disasters keep on appearing because of this giant lizard's presence, and it's a uh, it's a good time. It's a good time. It is a good time, except for living there. Yeah, except for the people living there, it's <laughs> yeah. a great time. <laughs> but from the outside in, you know, good time. Um, I got I got my last one, and this is this one's legitimately just from memory, but. I'm going to pick the anime Wolf's Reign from fucking forever ago. I remember um, that. Because it's... If, please correct me if I'm wrong, but it's usually, literally, almost always raining in those scenes when they're talking. Hey, and it's in the name. They have, it's in the name. And they also spend a lot of time up in like the north in like an Antarctica-type scenario. It's like place in the snow. So, fuck that. <laughs> I'm good on that. But that's it. That's where my memory stopped. The rest, the other two I had was Claymore and Trigon as well. I don't remember rain. I remember a lot of snow, though. Yeah, snow for sure. I remember snow because I remember they had that it's epic fight. It's been a fight. long time. They God, that, that's so old. Yeah. They had well, that for epic. me. Then they fight like a, they fought like a giant, like what? Giant like walrus or some shit. <laughs> oh, you did, right? My, you've piqued my interest. <laughs> I think they fought like a giant walrus up north or some shit. And like Antarctica or something. I don't know. But anyway, they're always cold and it's wet all the time, I think. I think. Um, I also I also would say quickly, like, um like going out of Mason's theme of space, Bebop had Bebop's Earth is way hot. It's really hot. So that too. That's it. Um I am going to just throw the rest of mine out here because I don't really I'm I guess we're pretty much done. Um, yeah, I've only but, got one left anyway. 
but Ponyo, it rained a lot in that movie, and there's like a monster. Oh, yeah, it did. yeah, Ponyo. Um, Golden Conway, it was just cold. Like they're sleeping it's inside cold, of like animals. They're sleeping inside of like carcasses and shit in that anime. It's miserable. Um, and then Mujin oh, Walk Say Survive is a show about a bunch of like middle schoolers who get trapped on, a, on an alien planet, and it's just like everything's trying to kill them the whole time, and it's just a shitty place to live and be. And I really enjoyed that anime. And probably not very not very commonly seen. Mujin Wakuse survive, but yeah, that's a shitty place to live. Like you're just gonna starve and be eaten by monsters for sure. Sick. Okay, I'm all out. Uh, to quickly run through my last two, uh, one was Children of the Whales, because from what we could see, at least the entire world is like covered in sand now. <laughs> we don't know what happened to get to that point, but it's just just pure sand uh, and, and sand gets is- everywhere too. Everywhere. Everywhere. It's on the Hey. Everywhere. Everywhere. It's just pure sand, and they're all in these little floating, um, or, like, traveling islands that just keep moving, and, uh, yeah, it's, it looks awful to look on. (laughs) It just looked also really hot. But, um, the other one was Yokohama Shopping Log. That one is like a post-apocalyptic, um, anime where most of the world has been like destroyed by this, um, environmental disaster and the sea levels have risen and everyone lives on these tiny little islands. So of all the people who are still alive, I think most of the people still alive are androids though, or, um, no, I'm sorry, not androids. Um, Oh, what do you call them? Like, cyborgs? would Android be something? That, no, not cyborgs. Like, AI, um, I guess it's an Android, right? Don't know. Can't help you. Sorry. They learn. Game over, man. <laughs> they, they function like people, but they're robots. <laughs> All right, what else? Robots. Anything else? Uh, my last one, uh, what I considered the worst place, was uh, Kashurn Sins. True. Uh, that's first of all (laughs) it's as aesthetically pleasing as the climate is unappealing so essentially it takes place after an apocalypse but this is like next level apocalypse because obviously it kills a bunch of humans standard fare uh and it leaves like the ones that do survive like unable to reproduce yeah whatever seen it before but even like the robots which are like highly advanced in like cybernetic capacity like the the oxide in the air just like causes them to rust so they're like constantly just like wandering this like toxic environment and atmosphere like searching for like replacement parts to keep them going until they can get to the next replacement parts like there's no water there's devastated plant life like it's such a bleak looking show like there's never sun there's very little green like Everything is just black and oppressively grim, and it's uh, one of the worst climates to exist within. And that one, I mean, it's literally called The Ruin, so it embodies it pretty well. All right. Okay, get us out of here, Mandy. So, yeah, we have a... Um, do we want to talk about the responses real quick? There's only three of them. Oh, sure. I see grabbed some responses from people online. Care GW wrote Girls Last Tour, also what Mason said. Um, that Katie Jones wrote definitely the world of Trigun. I think we all said that. Nice. And also the areas between cities of Mayatome and Marine Mariner Bot or Bert. Sorry, might have messed up your name. <laughs> Ergo Proxy. Um, the areas outside the domes are truly uh, a wasteland. True, true, true. true. 
Uh, so yeah, we have a um, intro trivia question, which we'll answer after the break. The film Kiki's Delivery Service is based on what kind of source material? We will answer it after the break. See you soon. Everybody, Mitsuki's back one more time, bringing you your next round of anime news. Starting us off with some video games this time, it looks like the PlayStation 4 console has finally exceeded 100 million units shipped worldwide. Sony announced this as it, as it announced the results for the first quarter of its 2019 fiscal year, stating that it had shipped 3.2 million units of the PlayStation 4 system during the quarter, bringing the worldwide total to just more than 100 million units. Not many consoles have reached 100 million units, only a, hand, a handful, including the PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3, which came, up, which came out obviously before the PS4. And next up, more video game news. However, this time Dragon Ball's Fighter Z related. It looks like Bandai Namco announced on Saturday that Janemba, who is the villain from the 12th Dragon Ball Z movie, Dragon Ball Z Fusion Reborn, is gonna be joining the game, the Fighter Z game, it looks like you're going to be able to play this character starting on August 8th. So it looks like this is part of uh, the new Fighter Z Pass 2 season. And watching some clips of Janemba in the fighting in the game, he looks like a pretty complex, dynamic character. And I got to say that Bandai Namco really is diving deep to include all of the characters that they want to from the Dragon Ball universe because Janemba is somewhat obscure from the Dragon Ball Z movie 12. Next up, sticking with video games, just to be fair, the Nintendo Switch console has now sold just around 37 million units worldwide. Nintendo announced this when they were announcing their financials as well. The company revealed that its sales of the Switch were 18 million units for the fiscal year of 2019. The console sold almost 10 million units in the three-month period between August, October 1st and December 31st of 2018. So it looks like a pretty huge success. The Nintendo Switch continues to roll on and uh, more success and video games to come in the future, I'm sure. And lastly, with some somber news, it looks like the Kyoto police have named the named 10 victims who died in the Kyoto Animation Fire. They've only announced, announced 10 of the 35 total victims, and people, are, of course, are mourning all over the world the loss of the, of the talent and the life from the studio of Kyoto Animation. And police have added that they are not yet releasing the names of the other 25 victims due to DNA testing and other circumstances, or, or at the request of the victims' families. And we will be talking about this more in an upcoming episode where we talk about Kyoto Animation more at length. But for now, we continue to hope and pray for the families of those that were affected by the Kyoto Animation arson attack. This was Mitsugi, and this was your anime news break. Now, time to get back to the podcast. After a tough day at work, I just want to veg out on the internet. I wonder what kind of weird hentai goods JList.com has on sale. Kazuo, what are you looking at? Oh, uh, well, this is embarrassing. It was JList.com. What was that? Uh, go back to it. Oh, that was an anime boob mouse pad. <laughs> really? Has it come to that, Kazuo? Hell no, man. I'm keeping it real. But JList keeps it real, too. Real perverted. 
They've got hyper-realistic boob mouse pads, sexy pillows, naughty calendars and anime figures, and an array of Tenga products. Did somebody say Tenga? Good God. Where'd you come from? That's right, my bald, mid-30-something anime grumpy pants man. Damn, I love Tenga. Has it come to that, Mitz? Hell no, Enzo. I just love to feel the embrace of a Tenga egg when I stretch it over... Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, now. Over my bald head? I think that's even weirder. Head over to JList.com and get yourself set up with some of the finest Japanese adult products. Hi, I'm J. Michael Tatum. I play Sebastian in Black Butler, and I'm a total anime addict. And now, great moments in Anime Addict's anonymous history. Do they make reverse kotatsus? A kotatsu that is cooling instead of heating. Just be like, ah, I'm just going to sit underneath here and chill my balls. You know? <laughs> That's called a refrigerator. Oh, yeah. I it's don't called know. a refrigerator. <laughs> Putting just my balls in your like, refrigerator. Just, like, just, just open your refrigerator, prop, stick your leg up on like the yeah. countertop with your balls just like hanging <laughs> one, free. One day you're going to walk into your kitchen and you're just going to see my bare ass sticking out of your fridge. <laughs> Your 14-year-old daughter comes home with her friend from from school, and dad is just sitting in the kitchen with his his hairy ass and his balls (laughs) hanging down in front of the fridge. He's like, Dad, not again! No, he's sitting on the floor in the living room, and he's brought the fridge with him, and he's like, like, laid it down on top of his body. (laughs) (laughs) Come to sit around the reverse kotatsu together, (laughs) children. (laughs) That would be amazing. Can it be a father-son edition where, like, the where, like the yeah. son is on a platform? That's the and advertisement. He, and he's like, and he's cooling his balls too, yeah. on like in like the freezer. Right. Yes, exactly. And then you have the kid standing underneath. So the dad's balls are hanging no. on top of the little kid. No. Oh, They're no. not touching them. It's kind of like a, 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 a intimate tea bag. Yeah, he's going. <laughs> he's bag. going under the bridge. And now back to the podcast. You know, that welcome, drop... Welcome back. Yeah, that drop is just a lot. <laughs> welcome back welcome to back. the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast where we sell our own reverse kotatsus. Yes, of course. You can get one for you to share with your family. Yep. Just Indeed. chill out. Indeed. <laughs> you, there's a discount if you're a father, you know? Yep. And if you have a son, you, a son, you get a two-for-one deal on a step yep. stool. Yeah. On a, on a step stool, on yeah. A reverse kotatsu. All right, yeah, so we had a trivia. We... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Joke important. I was going to say, what if your balls get stuck to it? We're not like responsible. Like frozen to it. Yeah. Of course. We're not responsible. Of course not. We're better Anyways. for ourselves. <laughs> Our trivia question. Who wants to cover that? Uh, I got it. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's all do it. <laughs> Let's all do it at the same time. I, got, I really want to do this, okay? Before the break, okay, okay. we asked you to contemplate the question. The film Kiki's Delivery Service is based on what kind of source material? The answer, Mason, please tell me the answer, man. It's uh, it's a novel. Yeah. Based on, or written by Eiko Kodono, published in yeah. 1985. Eiko Kodono. I like Ooh. that name, I'm sorry. I it's, apologize it's to, your, good, to the person. Eiko Kodono. Would you have a funny name? Eiko, I think, is a good name. Eiko Kodono. Uh, that's the year I was born. Me too. Oof. 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 <laughs> Damn. I'm chilling, baby. So is Mason. Uh, <laughs> we also have a five star review. Because people actually like us. Wow. It's time for iTunes review. 
This ice interview is brought to you by the Snapback King Z. Take it away. Mason said that he really wanted to do this one. Okay, Mason. I got this one. It's entitled (laughs) (laughs) Much Love. Uh, Putting a smile on my face is no easy task, but I do catch myself doing it frequently to this podcast. I'm a person of natural and organic experience. So, like this music. <laughs> so when it comes to the AAA team's chemistry, I know it is nothing but love regardless of opinions. Well, unless you mention Moe accidentally. Yeah, that unless is like, it's Moe, <laughs> then it's like, just keep, hatred it's really love, and judgment. Yeah. Keep up the great experiences. I can't call it work because I can see that's not how you approach it. P.S. Is there a thing? Is uh, there a uh, such thing as low-fat bread's I'll, milk? The hell does that mean? What? I, I, I've reread this multiple times. Low-fat bread's milk. Is is he, is he? Did he mean to say? I don't know if there's breast, supposed to be commas. Milk. That low-fat, low-fat breast milk. Or off. he's looking for low-fat breads and low-fat milk, like separately. Uh, I'm gonna say the answer is 100% yes? Question mark. And leave it at that. <laughs> And we'll leave it at that. Do you think it was an autocorrect and it was supposed to be breast? Like low fat breast milk? I think he's, I think. Oh, for God's sake. Kings is asking if there's low fat breast milk in the world. And here's the thing, my guy. No, there's not. <laughs> I, need a, I need a drop of an explosion so I can blow this up. Do it. No, we, thank you. Thank you so much. We're so happy that you listened <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, glad you enjoy it. No, he's not and blowing up the comment. He's blowing us up. I go with oh, it. I'm blowing, us. I'm blowing oh, up okay. the conversation. Blowing up our breast milk? I'm blowing up the breast <laughs> milk talk. Oh, okay. sure. All right, you can cut the breast milk. Cut uh, the breast you know milk, what? Everyone. You know what? I'm taking control. Today, Let's do okay. some impressions. We're doing impression. Impression time. <laughs> Believe it. Believe it, bitch. Oh, dear. Let me know, let me know when I can speak. I speak. don't want to go first because I only have one. Okay. You guys have I you have three. two, three. So I should go first. You should go first. Yeah. So I'm going to go. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm going to start with Given. So Given is an anime. Oh, my Jesus. I closed all my mouth sites. Oh, my Jesus. Oh, my Jesus. Given is an anime that I actually was made aware of by Mandy a long time, like months ago, dude. Um, And it is from the studio Lerche. Lerche has done some stuff in recent times. Um, and which have been, I think, like hit or miss ish. I don't, I don't have the full list in front of me. But given is interesting to me right off the bat because the key visual is four dudes laying down in a studio with a drum set, a guitar, a bass, and another guitarist. So immediately, I'm just like, oh shit, a music anime. It's an Enzo anime. A music anime. Yeah, it's not just a music anime. It is like it's it's guitars and shit, right? So I'm like, dope. Let's let's go into this. So. When the when more information came out and, you know, I was made privy to this earlier is that this is a boys love show, right? It's yes, boys. Correct. It's, yeah. So because the manga is so, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I'm down as fuck for that. So I was hoping that this would be great. My expectations. I want this to be good because I heard they heard that the manga was like pretty solid. Um, but the synopsis is um, based on the synopsis is so terribly written in Mal. And plus, we already described it back when we chose our shows. But basically, this is a, a show about a kid who has a guitar. He runs to someone that he is attracted to for you know several reasons, and that person knows how to play guitar, and he wants him to teach him. Um, here's here's what here's how i feel about the show i i like it so far um through episodes one and three you get 
of really you get really cool like references to bands like the Arctic Monkeys, which is like a, one of the bands that got me into rock in general when I was younger. Um, you get immediately you get a really cool jam between the guitarist, the bassist, and the the more experienced guitarist um, called Ritsuka. You get Ritsuka is a, amazing guitarist, like the and it's cool because the jam that the band has is kind of math rocky, which is sick. Um, so I was all in for that. Um, so animation during the musical parts, which is something I'm always worried about too, is actually pretty good. It's not bad. It's not the CG crap, but it, and it's not the fluidity of like kids on the slope, but it's solid. You know, it's watchable. It's very enjoying. It's rotoscoped. Yeah. Oh, is oh. Ooh, yeah, it okay. is. Okay, nice. Um, but it's not. Yeah, but it's not like the level of like Carolyn Tuesday either. Like it's just like it's 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 good though. I like it. It's not not bad whatsoever. It's just not the most amazing thing I've seen. Um, all the characters, um, minus the main character who is Mafuyu. I love, I love Ritsuka. I love the bassist and the drummer. They have such a good chemistry with each other and they are together a great duo that refreshes your palate whenever you go to them and go back to the main two. So I like their relationship a lot. Um, what, what what I find weakest on the show at the moment through episode three is the main character though, which is um, Mafuyu Sato. And the reason is I have, a, I ha- in general, I have a, a thing that irks me when someone can't like someone's very like immature and babyish in the way they act right so like mafuyu is pretty clueless about playing guitar um but that's okay like that's not something i was clueless when i first started too but it's just like to the level that to, to his level of cluelessness is very annoying like it's like he owns a guitar and I'm sure there's reasons for this that come up later, perhaps. Yeah, but there are. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So but at the moment from what is presented, like he owns a guitar, but he literally knows nothing about it whatsoever. He doesn't he like Ritsuka has to tell him that these are pegs, these are strings, these strings can change, like all that stuff. And I don't really believe in any realistic setting that you own a guitar for whatever reason and you don't you know what well, they talked about in third episode why he has it um i mean i get the like concept of like a beginner who has to like be taught through the audience but this sounds like to me similar to like yaomushi pedal where this guy is like a great bike rider but doesn't even know like about shifting gears or how pedals work or like it's almost yeah. too beginner-esque for his condition yeah, it's it's like you know, like before I started playing guitar, like, and before I was even surrounded by musicians like the way I am now, it's like, just by living life, like you know that a guitar has to change strings, or you know, like you hear that a guitarist broke his string on stage or something, so they have to go change it. So, but that's all that's super minor, like that's super minor. It's just it's just an, an an annoyance that I have with his character. But aside from that, everything about the show is like pretty solid right now. I like how the story is meshing. The characters talk to each other in a very natural way that I really enjoy. Ritsuka is cool as fuck. I love him. He's great. Um, and his sister is really cute as well, I must say. I gotta say, it. his sister's very cute. So I'm very happily passing Given. I'm so happy that we have a music anime. I live for music anime. There are not enough of them. Um, so when they do come out, I tried to restrain my expectation, but this one met it even though... I tried my best to do that. But yeah, so passing given, very happy to do that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, wait. Also, um, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, and 
and boom goes the dynamite. It's also nice because in a lot of um, BL series, they totally ignore female characters. But like in this one, Ritsuka's sister is great. She's, she's, yeah, she's really... Dude, she's so cool. Yeah, so I like that they're also focusing on the other characters. I think the other guys in the band are fantastic too. Yeah, like dude. I I love them. Yeah, <laughs> and no, they're, they're great. And, and the they'll thing get is, like, more development later on. Oh, but, perfect. Yeah and, yeah, and again, I want to emphasize that they Akihiko the, is my favorite character. Yeah, they're they're so great because whenever I'm like slightly annoyed at how dumb like or how ignorant Mafuyu is about the guitar shit when they cut to those two it's just like oh wow like this is a great chemistry of characters well, and Mifuyu they come back to Mafuyu and I'm like oh this is fine I'll go refresh doesn't know how has never even been like he, he was just given this guitar like recently he has no idea about anything about guitars but he's not even really the guitarist he's a good singer and that's like yeah. his role in yeah this. for sure for sure but so it's not like he just picked up a guitar and was a brilliant player or anything no no and I, and I like that and I like that he's not like a genius off the bat like that would have been so annoying but his level of incompetency is just like unrealistic but it's, again it's a small thing like super small thing one, one like, quick question spacey. you mentioned some math rock at the beginning is that kind oh, of yeah. overall the kind of music they play or is it a little no, more the, pop the rock band, the band definitely plays more pop more okay. like pop punk like now nah, i want i don't want to say pop punk like that but it's more it's more pop there's more pop to it the, but but that's when that's i think that's when they're playing like their band stuff and when they were just jamming the experienced show, guys were showing what level of yeah, musicianship they do have exactly and they it, it was i think it was like a legit math like math rock riff. it yeah. was sick dude i'm like, excited to check it out you i'm should, very you excited should, you should watch it for sure because the drumming in that part was pretty sick too so yeah okay that's it that's given Past. 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 Should it be me or Mason? Which would do you want to go first, Mason? Oh no, you don't have one, do you? I got nothing today. I've got my feet oh. up. I'm relaxing, hearing all of your guys. Do you want takes. me to go next, or do you want to do Copcraft? Mm, I'll just do Copcraft. Okay. So Copcraft is a cop crime drama, basically that's done by um, <clears throat> sorry, by Studio Millie, Millie Pensy, which uh, as we, we we've been through this a few times, but they haven't. They don't have like a very diverse background. You know, they've done like a million TQ seasons, and they did the remake of Berserk, which no one liked. So you know, great track record. And the director is Shin Itagaki. Now Shin Shin Itagaki has done some stuff. Now he's been around the block a few times. He directed Basquatch, which some people might remember because it's got the robots, the giant robots that about like play basketball on Nike shoes. He did Bento, which a lot of people liked because it's like that silly show about fighting over food in the in the in the in like the convenience stores, and I and I completely can relate to that. <laughs> he directed both seasons of the new Berserk, so unfortunately, he directed Black Black Cat. He's done a lot of stuff. I mean, he's done a lot of things, and aside from that, he's just got a ton of credits under behind his name as well. And he's, he also directed all the TQ stuff, so he clearly works for the studio. Copcraft is this um, story where a gate has opened up over the Pacific Ocean, and the gate connects this other world called R- Reto Semani, and it's kind of hard to pronounce. And think of it as like I'm thinking of it as like Record of Lodos War almost. It's like it's this or like um, or the slime anime. It's like it's this fantasy. It's this other world, but it's clearly like 
elves and gnomes and all that. You know, it's very, very much like the otherworldly sort of races of creatures that you that you read about in books and Lord of the Rings. This sounds like something else we've seen. <laughs> sounds like Gate. Yeah, it, yeah so it, far. Yeah, except it's thankfully it it's not. It does. So yeah, because Gate is because Gate's like fan servicey and you know tropey like out like, like yeah like, like out the wazoo. It just yeah, it's just that. Yeah, and you got like little moe girls and like frilly maid skirts swinging scythes around and shit. So, uh, but in but in this anime, Copcraft, um, essentially the world, the gate is there, and there's a lot of different races of beings and that that coexist with humans in this world in this city called San Teresa City. And as the description of the of the of the uh, anime says, there's two million immigrants living in in the city. And there's a lot of crime in the city, and amongst and thus is the setting. It's like this crime-ridden black market, you know, lots of uh, lots of seedy stuff going on. I, I almost think of it as like the town that um, that Black Lagoon takes place in, you know, because it's like there's all of this crime happening. And in the, and in this town, there's a, there's a cop named K Matoba, and right off the bat, at the beginning of the of the first episode, they're getting ready. They're like undercover, and they're and they're um. They're getting ready to like buy this uh, this ferry from this from these other guys, and it's illegal to to sell these. It's like a, it's almost like human trafficking, right? So they're selling this ferry. It's in a jar, and um, and but they're cops and they're undercover, and they reveal that they're cops. And then there's like a there's like a scuffle, and K Matoba's partner dies, and you know he's it's it's sad. He has to tell the family, you know, oh, you know your your family, your father's dead or whatever. It's sad. And they and they assigned to him another partner and his and and in what is admittedly a little tropey, her name is Talarna. Her last name's impossible to say, I'm not even gonna bother, but her name's Talarna, and she's a knight from the other world, and it's more or less a little girl. I mean, she's she looks about fourteen, maybe. But she's like pretty she's strong, she's fast, she's very she's kind of sassy. Her her character design is quite nice. Like I'm looking at it right here. It looks pretty nice. Um, she's great with a sword, and her and she's basically there because she is trying to get back the fairy that was lost in that drug deal. And the fairy is like a noble, a noble of a noble lineage, I guess. And so they're trying to retrieve that that fairy. And um, yeah, basically that's that's what's happening. And the the last two episodes of the of the anime are like a lot of sort of uh, crime drama stuff. Like they're doing like they're interviewing people, investigating people, and and um, you know he's trying to keep the little girl in line because she doesn't really know the world very well. So she's kind of getting into trouble and doing things the wrong way. And um, the basic plot line that that unfolds through the first three episodes is that the chief of police. It's kind of like predictable, but the chief of police is working with the bad guys to, okay. and they're using the fair. They're using all these fairies that they've collected to to make this bomb, B O M B, that doesn't like blow things up, but it it makes like a psychic effect that can like enslave people. So like, there's this guy in the anime okay. that can use the they can use this the, the the effect of this toxin or whatever. To make people do whatever they want, and there's a scene where like these two police officers come up on this pier, and they're kind of like, "Like, what are you guys doing out here on this pier?" And they set off like a small scale bomb as a demonstration, and the cops get like their minds taken over, and they end up killing each other, and the one commits suicide. 
Um, and the reason why it's it's very like xenophobic, but like the reason why the the, the chief of police is like in on this is because the other world, the, the inhabitants, which are just like flooding into the to you know flooding in like without mm-hmm. ceasing, their lifespan is a lot longer than humans. And so his fear is he's like, you know, people don't know this is happening and even they don't know it's happening like the immigrants. But in a few years, in like in, in a couple of generations, they will take over our world because their lifespan is so much longer than ours that they will outlast us and they will they will be the more they will in, just in, innately take us over because we're going to you know, they're going to their population is vastly going to outnumber ours. So he wants That's to set a off, flawed mentality. Oh, my God. He wants to set off. He wants to set off this bomb in the city to scare people and create like um like fear fear mongering I guess to start yeah. a movement to like shut the gate off or close it or whatever, um which I guess like his his train of thought kind of makes sense I mean if if I if I live 150 years and you live 50 years like yeah I mean I, you're gonna die and I won't and I'll be here but um but it's just very cliche that he's that like the chief of police kind of shows up at the at the end of the third episode and kind of backstabs k while he's investigating and you know it, of course it's the chief of police so it's i like the premise of the show a lot um i i it's not really like anime tropey really all that much to be honest even though the little girl in it is she's not really that little i mean she looks she's about 14 i mean i don't know but mm-hmm. um it's it's not animated that well and the the story is interesting but it's kind of hit or miss to be honest it's not like the greatest thing i've ever i've ever watched but like I'm interested in it, and I kind of want to see where they go with the premise. So I'm gonna pass the show. I'm I uh, hesitantly I pass it. Like I think that there's some like good possibility here for it, and I'm and I like to see like a crime drama that's like actually about you know police doing investigating and not you know that with like a bunch of other crap thrown in. So right. I'm gonna pass it. So yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Passing. Here we go. Ooh, that's a bingo. What the fuck was that? Back-to-back passes. I didn't think I'd pass this show, to be honest, but, you know, I think I slept on it for a week or two, and I think I'm okay. And that drop is from Glorious Bastards. Okay. There you go. It's it's a new one, though, right? Uh, Yeah, we've had that for a while. It's new for as of a couple, like, seasons ago. Okay. Okay. All right. So there you go. Copcraft. Man, oh, Mandy. Okay, do you want to go last, Mandy? Well, uh, well shouldn't we go Enzo, Mandy, more. Enzo? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but like, I know Mandy has prepared a. Oh, a no, lot. no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. All right, so I'm going to go. I'm going to do <laughs> Enya no Shibotai next, which is Fire Force. Fire Force. Fire Force has had a lot of hype behind it, a super lot of hype, especially because the choreo director is very well known and it shows. It really shows. Like, Fire Force, um, I guess really quickly, is about a it's a world where we are dealing with like fire demons and shit, and we have a special line of firefighters that have you know s- some like some powers that can fight these demons. One particular um, person in the main character, uh, his name is Shinra. He can use fire himself. And so that makes him a little special. Uh, but anyway, so that's the main overall premise of the show, and which I think is cool. And also the aesthetic is awesome. Like the aesthetic of the firefighters is dope. You know, I never thought I would look at a firefighter and be like, yo, that shit's dope. Like that. 
outfit goes hard, but it does. Um, and with all that, the animation is amazing. Like the animation it is fluid. It looks good. The fighting is so smooth, like so smooth. It's crazy how smooth it is. Like David Production or whatever this, like thing, yeah, Studios David Production. Like they went off. They went off because it's it's fluid as hell, and it's also just framed very well. All the all the shots are solid. What where this show is like really weak in though, like really weak in, like unfortunately is at the moment story nothing really there for me yet like there is an underlying big bad that kind of reveals um the first episodes deal with a lot of shinra shinra's past um you know a very shonen opening where the main character has a dark past you know he lost people he loved so he's you know going for redemption and shit um very shonen very shonen like textbook shonen uh character intro um but that's really all you get in the first three episodes. So perhaps there's more to come. I mean, there is more to come, but at the moment, it's not. not I'm not hooked on the story. Um, secondly, the characters feel so, so like control C, control V, fam. Like it's like they just took like Naruto, but like put him in like a fire world, and like that's what that's what this feels like. Um, I don't know. The personalities aren't there, and on top of all that, like. It's just on in episode three, for example, and I know a lot of people had like were agreed with me when I post when I said this on Twitter, and and like that tweet was came out of just a blind like, like I could not I couldn't not say it like I was so fucking disappointed like this Shinra the main dude is talking to a general who he potentially recognizes from his memory of when he dealt with that shit in the past of whatever he went through, and he's ha- he's trying to talk to this guy, and then he walks away, and then out of nowhere, this, you know, girl that works for that general comes up to him and says, like, hey, like, don't talk to my general like that, and for no fucking, for no reason, like, Shimmer just goes for her boob and grabs yeah. it and squeezes it, and then, so. and, then he, and then he pulls away, and his reasoning was like, oh, I didn't mean it like that, verbatim, verbatim, oh, I didn't mean it like that, like, what, what else did you mean, fam? Like, I what? think I think maybe it has something to do with that character. Like she invites that, but it's still a, a fucking stupid. No, it's still reason. dumb. It's just dumb. So yeah. like, so like, I was already not feeling the story, and I was already I was not interested by the characters whatsoever. I was not. I was, the premise is a little weak for now. Um, I will. It is weak right now. It hopefully will not be weak. Beautiful animation is not enough for me. Like I'm a huge story guy. Anyone that's ever talked to me about anime knows that story is number one. Uh, with characters and story are number one for me. So I like un- like unfortunately, fam. Like unfortunately, I'm gonna have to fail the shonen that was hyped this season, which is well, one of the shonen that was hyped this season in Fire Force. Like I'm I'm failing Fire Force, dudes. Damn. <laughs> Let me just back you up by saying that I'm kind of glad that you didn't pass this because I... I it, it sucks, dude. Aesthetically, like, yeah, same. aesthetically, this show didn't hit with me at all. Like, I was annoyed by everything that this show, like, brought to the table in terms of visuals. Like, animation aside completely. Like, right off the bat, totally turned off by the just shark teeth. I don't... I can't watch. I cannot look at that. Like, <laughs> I, I just can't. I just can't. I, uh. I look at it and I'm like, what am I looking at? It's like Chain Chomp from Mario. It's ridiculous, <laughs> and all of their firemen outfits are just. I, I mean, like them. 
I hate, I mean, absolutely. I love it. This, I would rock that shit today. Aesthetically, this show was an <laughs> F minus for me. I mean, everything which, else aside, uh, just the look of it. Which looked better, this firefighter show or the, you know, other firefighter the show? The one with no uniforms. The naughty exactly. one. The one with the, hey, yeah. I mean, the, one, the, the naughty firemen, they're wearing real firemen uniforms. Like, they look like firemen. Ah, ah point just, for accuracy. My just, favorite. They're just getting yes. busy in another way, at night, like at night, and it's not putting out fire. They're putting you know out a different I mean? kind of fire, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I... I agree. I I love the first episode because the Solid. animation was stunning. I was like, ridiculous. Fuck. Yeah. Even if I don't, re- I'm not really solid on what's happening. It's uh, fun to watch. And then the second episode, I was like, it's okay. And the third one was like a no no deal for it's me. It's definitely just yeah. the kind of it. show where you just go to Sakugo Boru once it finishes, right. and it's like, exactly. oh, let me look at all these super cuts of yeah. great animation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm 1,000%. Sakuga-wise, it's packed. Oh, it's it is sak- great shit in it. Sakuga out the ass. Like, I'm definitely gonna fucking be on YouTube watching these fights as they come out later, but, like, I have no interest in the story. Just make a I'll bunch s- of dope AMVs to it. That's what I'm saying, dude. You, Give me that. Do you guys AMV. like the shark teeth crap? I don't like it. I mean, like I love it. Rin, so yes. You, no, <laughs> no. Good point. Fucking Good point. Good point. You like Rin. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. I do want to say that maybe, like, in just a quick like commentary on like where I'm at in life. Maybe it's because I'm older now. Like that shit. Like it just doesn't hit. Like it. Like my level. My my standard for story. I think is just higher. And like shown it. Baby. I am a little boy. You guys. I mean, both you and Mason are the babies. You've you've (laughs) grown up and you've seen enough anime that you're not like you're not satisfied. I'm not impressed by by, cookie cutter. You know. By like boob boob grab jokes and shit like that. You know, it's just not interesting. Even without that, it's just like the story hooks weren't there, fam. It's well, just, it happens yeah. to all of us. Like, you know, if you like back in like t- 15 years ago, if you went and watched Love Hina when you were 10 or 11, you probably think it was awesome. But now if you watch Love oh, Hina. Oh, Love you, Hina was one of my favorites when I was yeah. 10 if you watch or 12 it now, or you'll, If you watch it now, you'll be like, what was I thinking? Like, wow. <laughs> the, whole, the whole show is like just sexual jokes and people being punched and like turning into little stars oh, yeah. in the sky. It's just goofy. Oh, yeah. So anyway, but that's but yeah. that's uh, so um, just uh, for reference, Copcraft was the th- I know I know we're not done yet. Copcraft was the third choice of people listening for the season for passing. Interesting. Fire what? Force was a close second to Vinland Saga. Or sorry, sorry to Doctor Stone. So mm-hmm. always oh, oh, Vinland Saga and Doctor Stone were tied for first, then Fire yeah. Force. So you got some. And he's got some balls snuffing out the Dude, flames I know. of Fire Force. And, and, and it's funny because I texted Mandy and I was like, yo, Mandy, like, is it okay to fail Fire Force? Like, will the people hate me? And she was like, just do it, fam. I was like, I don't care. I gotta say, do, you do it too. <laughs> if nothing else, it makes you not not predictable. I think people, also, I think people that know my taste would understand and not be shocked that I failed Fire Force. You know? It's just, also, it's just, the thing yeah. that you heard earlier was my Spirited Away bank just decided to go off. <laughs> Ooh, no Mandy, face Mandy, really Mandy, wanted to just Mandy, you're fucking haunted sing. And you know it. You're ha- your apartment's haunted and you know it. You're in denial. I was like, you're oh, in denial no. About it. I should <laughs> mute myself. Fucking no face was like, ah, ah. Damn. <laughs> call, a, call an exorcist. All right. Yeah. Now I think we've got a Mandy. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. I'm so ready. Are you gonna go off? All right. Uh, gotta, okay, gotta, so gotta ang- this angry, one angry music drop ready. Uh, this one is for the mommy sekai show. Um, do you love oh. your mom and her to hit multi uh, target attacks? 
Um, I feel, I've seen a bunch of different translations of this title. That's the one that I decided to go with. But so this one, I was okay. So it's a light novel adaptation, and is being adapted by J.C. Staff. Or adaptated, adapted. Man, adapted. my brain. I'm Mandy. so sorry. I caught myself afterwards. I'm like, why do I, I just want to say, Mandy is a very <laughs> Mandy is very literate and articulates very well. Today, she's just off. <laughs> <laughs> adapted. I meant adapted because that's the fucking word I wanted to use. Anyways, so this I think I've already the rage in me is already built up and yeah, melted can, my brain. It, Anyways, but uh, this is a story about a boy named Masato, and uh, he randomly signed a piece of paper he had no idea what it was but this woman shows up at his house uh and says we would like you to test out our new video game and um he she's like would you like to do this how do you want to live in a game he's like uh yeah i'm a teenage boy of course i would and so she says okay great boom and then this point is already stupid to me because I would have accepted it if she was like, oh, cool, we're going to give you this VR set, like, even if it was, like, you know, Sword Art Online style, like, this put on this headset, that, boom, you're in a game. I would have uh, appreciated that, but she's like, okay, great, and types in a random code into his computer, and boom, he's sucked into a game. I was like, what? How? <laughs> Dude, what kind of technology? What the fuck? Yeah, and so he's in a game. He's like, great. Oh, I can't wait to go. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> so he's like, great. I'm inside a game. I can't wait to go on this adventure. And then all of a sudden he hears, wait, 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 wait. Turns around, his mom is now in the game. She's like, I told you to wait for me. And the woman also put her into this game. Her name, it, there's a lot of mom puns in this as well. Like all of the cities and areas are named like stupid mom puns to them. Sure. Her name is Mamako. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> there's like a husband called Mother's Milk. It's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, at this point, uh, they go up to the... Um, place where they get their first quest and uh they pick out their first weapons masato picks up a sword is like great i'm gonna use this and then mamako picks up the other two swords and all of a sudden she can wield two like legendary weapons and uh when they go through the tutorial of course she knows nothing about video games at all so she's excited by everything she's doing and uh but she's like just tearing through enemies and masato of course is being a uh, little shit like man my mom is more powerful than me this isn't fun and so at this point in the story uh, this is pretty much what i expected because i really wanted an isekai about a mom and her son bonding through a video game i was like i'm willing to overlook the whole stupid way they got into this game if i just get some more wholesome heartwarming moments of these two bonding together going on adventure him appreciating his mom her being an overpowered badass because we don't get any really really powerful women <laughs> like you say guys hardly oh, yeah. so hardly. i was excited then the second episode happened here it comes dude here it comes oh my god so it starts off, the second episode starts off with Masato's like, we need to have a party. So we need to recruit people to our party so we can go on adventures. Because oh, that's what I'm you so do nervous. in an RPG I'm MMO. I'm so nervous, Mandy. You sound so pissed. <laughs> <sighs> so 
But Mamako doesn't want to, isn't looking at this as like, we want to recruit people for our team. She wants to recruit a wife for Masato. She's like, oh, let's let's interview all these girls, put out all these girl profiles. Let's let's find you a wife. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so they start doing their interviews. The first woman or girl, I think she's probably a teenager, but she um, is a warrior. And Momoko automatically fails her. She's like, you hit too hard. No. So already okay. she doesn't like powerful women. The second one was a thief, and I, I'll give her that. She's like, you seem to be, you know, a shady person. No, I'll give her that. <laughs> Fucking thief, thief stealing shit, of course I give that. The third one was so offensive because an elf priestess comes up, and she's like, an elf? Ew. And fails what? her for just being an elf. Oh, Look, no. I have spent 13 years of my life as a night elf hunter. I'm offended. <laughs> let, it have, let it have it, man. Let him have it. Uh, no, but uh, sorry, we know she's also uh, an elf racist. <laughs> anyway, that's that's stupid. Anyways, but um, so then they do finally find their party. There's this other girl who sh- joins them. She's the typical sundere, fucking cliche, and she is also looking for her. Like she has been separated for her mom from her mom because there's other testers in this game who have been in there, been sucked in there with their mothers. So she is also without her mother. And then okay. uh, there's another girl there um, who we haven't really learned anything about. She's just a very shy, very, uh, you know, that typical trope of a girl who's scared of everything kind of. <laughs> but um, then they go on their first quest. And already they get sucked, like they, they're walking along and they fall down in a hole. And as they're falling, they both, Masato and the other girl grab, accidentally grab Mamako's chest. Accidentally, because oh, sure. there's no fucking way this could have ever been an accident. Right. They just grab her chest as she's falling. And then they run into a slime. And in the most, like, tropey, etchy shit, the slime throws slime at Mamako and starts to burn away her clothes. Of course, of course. And so now she is naked, but Masato, her son, trips in slime, falls on her, and Uh now there is this whole awkward, oh, I've fallen on my mom, I can't get up, and Mamako blushing, and then there's a lot of sounds and movements to make you think something else is happening. No. Yeah. With no. his mother? Yes, with his mother. <laughs> and there was, in the genres, there was never a moment that said this is an etchy. If I had known that, I would have avoided this. <laughs> but I, at that point, I had already checked out. But I have to watch three episodes for mm-hmm. my impression. Mm-hmm. Third episode. Oh my god. Mamako needs new armor, so she's trying on all of this very scantily clad armor for and she's showing it off to her son her son's just embarrassed the entire time like mom why i mean like look, she is just look good feel good That's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> she is like half naked in all of these and then they go to the hot spring mother's milk of and what masato i'm sorry mamako wants masato to come into their hot spring with the other two ladies so they're all naked together mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, after that, we do learn a bit more about the other girl's mother. We find out that her mother uh, is a garbage person. She 
spends all her money on host clubs, ignores her daughter, named her daughter after her favorite host. And in this world, she now has a male harem and she doesn't she's not even looking for a daughter, doesn't care anything about what's going on with her. She's just living her best male harem life. And she's a horrible fucking person. But Mamako tells her, oh, like tells the girl, oh, no, any amount of, you know, if you just if you just guys just keep bonding, you'll overcome this. Oh, my God. I hate her. No, dude, I fucking hate her, dude. No, like. It's that oh, that pissed me. That's the part that pissed me off the most. Like I, I don't care if you're like I understand. Oh, family bonds. We're all supposed to love each other no matter what. But if your mother or parents is being very abusive towards you, no, Get no, ma- you don't have to keep trying. Yeah, no, dude. like the, her to advice shit. to her, like if you just keep trying, your mother will come around. No, she ignores her, named her after her favorite host, spends all her money on host clubs. She's a garbage person. And you don't have to stick around with that. Nope. It, you it never just, do. It th- pissed me off a I lot. I think the entire review could have been summed up by that audible shudder we heard. Like, as you just recoiled from, like, yeah. the realization Horror? of what you just said. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, it was... Yeah awful i'm if you love this i am so sorry well no actually i'm not sorry i'm not sorry for fucking hate it because i think it's terrible but i'm sorry if i made you sad but i for sure failing this it was awful Burn i it. gave it a 0.5 on damn i, saw that. Damn. I fucking on died list. laughing when i saw that and i died laughing had we had the score it would have been that low and yeah. also i have been warned that from people who have read the light novel it goes full incest I don't oh, even care about spoiling it. So. Yeah, I don't give it. Yep, nope. Exit, Full baby. Incest, holy shit. Shame. Full incest. Like, Shame. Save it for Full. the hentai, people. Shame. My God. Shame. Shame. There's a time and a place for incest, and it's called hentai. For some My reason. God. For some right. reason. I don't even know why yeah. it's there. So, but it didn't I'm, even say etchy in the genres. It doesn't. No. I don't so remember. that's why I was so misled. Yeah. That's probably why I hated it even more. If I had yeah. known that was coming, I'd probably have been like, okay, I know what to expect. But yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. you and I talking on an episode together on the podcast where we were just like, yo, this could be cool because we don't like isekai as always has a premise is a good idea, but it's not, it's just not innovated enough on it. And like, we were like, yo, like this one's with a mom. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Damn. Maybe it's because I was so excited about it yeah. that I was super let down. I was actually excited it, too, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think objectively it would have let us all down anyway. Like regardless of regardless of expectation, bro. Like it's, there's no way any four of us are, are going to look at this and be like, "Oh, great! Like you're playing at incest with your mother. Great, let's keep going." Yeah, you know? like, was... fuck that, fuck that noise. Anyway, the last one we're going to do an impression on is good old. Dr. Stone, which is our listeners most anticipated one tied with Vinland Saga. Yep. Um, and also very kind of like well, uh, well, like people are looking forward to it on the internet also. Dr. Stone is an anime where one day everyone in the world has was, was turned to stone for, for reasons that I'm sure in the future will be made clear for reasons. Everyone's turned to stone for 3,700 years and Damn. we follow... Yeah, we follow a, a, I guess, the secondary main character in Taiju. Um, and Taiju wakes up from the stone sleep. He's like, whoa. And then he finds his way and finds out that his friend, Senku, is also awake. Uh, 
Um, and Senku is the main character. You can, I suppose you would call him Dr. Stone. But again, not sure that's who that is. But um, Senku is a brilliant, like, scientist kid um, who is very well versed well versed in like um chemistry and chemistry and all that stuff and just well knowledge and all knowledge like all around so uh, together they live out they spend a year figuring out what it is that cures the stone that that can bring people back from stone because while you're in this while you're while you are stone your consciousness is still up so oh my god that sucks yeah these people were up like up and awake for 3,700 years. That has to suck. Yeah, that sucks for sure. And I, uh, one thing, you know, just, just because this, this is a good example of like, just like when you when you think about the systems of writing, like when you have a character wake up after 3,700 years, they don't just wake up. Like, it's not like you were frozen and you just woke up one day. Like you had to have gone through some mental trauma. Right. Like like loss of purpose, loss of loss of self, loss of um, time, like loss of all that stuff is, is crazy. Like you go insane thinking about like with all that stuff. So but these guys woke up like no big deal, which and yeah, which which to me rubbed me the wrong way. But hey, it's Animu. You got to look past. Yeah, shit. it's Animu. So, um, it's Animu. It's Animu. So they wake up. But here's the thing. I I'm very much enjoying the show because um, they and I'll spoil it a little bit because it's very early on, but they figure out how to wake people up and they wake up two people. They wake up the girl that Taiju is in love with and they wake up a, uh, a, 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 a different high schooler who is known to be like the strongest high schooler out there to in order for them to help. And they enlist him to help them out, you know, in survival and stuff. And the guy they wake up presents an ideology and it conflicts with the three other characters ideology about how they're going to save the world. And I love I love that. I love that. I love a conflict of ideology. That is something that I always look forward to because they're both not they both mean well in terms of the saving of humanity. But they go. But there's very different ways in how they want to go about it. So. I, at the end of episode three, you don't get to you see the you see the, the first bout of conflict between the characters with this, and then they they move on from that, and you know now we're gonna go forward with the show. But a couple of things that really also draw me in is they use the mechanic of montages to show the passage of time, and they do it really well. They do about there was like three montages in the first episode about uh, the time passing while there's in stone, the building the little village between Taiju and Senku together and also when they travel out of their camp really well done montages I think a good montage is when you clearly demonstrate passage of time but also at the same time develop characters with no words with no words being done like no words being said and like it was it was really really well done montages to show that so I am very happily and also very curious about where the show's gonna go, so I'm happily passing Doctor Stone, which I honestly, I I made my I made it my number one because it's a premise yeah. I hadn't tackled in the past, and also because it had a lot of hype in the community. But I'm very satisfied with it so far. So episodes one through three were pretty fucking good. So, but I will say though, characters, 
from here on out have to be written well because I can see them becoming very bland also. All right. So, yeah, but for now, totally passing Dr. Stone. Yes. Now this is going to be a good story. Wow. We got three passes today. Yeah. yeah, I really like your, I just want to one up. I really like your points about the montage use because it really shows that they're interested in presenting the most interesting part of the story as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it felt like I wasn't wasting my time to get there. No, exactly. So. Dude, the the pacing of that show of the first episode specifically was, was great. super good. Super. They covered a lot in those in that in those twenty five minutes of the first episode really well for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do a recap here. So, so far we've passed six shows, which is which is pretty good. We've passed we passed yeah. the dumbbell anime. We passed Copcraft. We passed O Maidens and Your Savage Season, Doctor Stone, Given, and Vinland Saga. But we have five more to go, which is Lord L. Mel OE2. Well, well, before before possibly, you do that real quick. Possibly. Right. Before you do that, I want to say my original number two pick was Modao Zushi Season 2. But uh, at, when I had to replace it because they said it was delayed. It didn't come out in July like it was supposed to. So I replaced it with Case Files, which is the uh, Fate spinoff. But I had just been told today that apparently they dropped episodes one, two, three. They're currently still only in Chinese. So if they put up an English subtitle one, I will be doing that next week because that was my number two pick. And I love that. I love the first season and really want to talk about it. Okay, so if I'm, it comes out in subtitled, all right, so, I'll be doing Modazushi. If not, I'll be doing Case Files. All right, so so given that, we also have Tri Knights. Um, is mm-hmm. it wrong to pick up Girls in a Dungeon Season 2? Bem and Yami Shibai 7. So those are what. Se- season 7. Season 7. Right, right. Thank <laughs> you very much. Yeah. So that is what's left. And um, we'll probably have a retro in there, at least one retro anime. So, but. Um, yeah, that's just your update on uh, on on uh, impressions. Let, let, let's go through these two, these two mailbag questions real quickly. It's time let's for an it. almighty anime mailbag. Anime, anime, anime. Mailbag. If you want to leave a mailbag, and by the way, I, I added something to the mailbag button earlier this week because somebody was asking about it. I added a retro review request option. So, oh, good idea. So when we're trying to pick from like shows that to propose to have a retro review done on, you can if we if you pick one that we like and we haven't done it yet, then you you know we, we may do it. Um, first mailbag, given that is from Dr. Ryan Sharp, who writes Ohio AAA Overlords. I happened upon this podcast a few weeks ago and burned through about eighty episodes so far. Damn. Good. Have you you read this one already? I don't think so. No, we haven't. Love the show, but it's not... You see, people just burn through all the episodes really quickly, quite often. That's so crazy, man. Um, Love the show. It's not not only made my anime addiction worse, but the podcast... But podcast addiction, too. For that, I thank you. Now, for the... What is this word? Obiescence is out of the way. Yeah, I believe... Yes. It's Um, it's like a polite sucking up and... Giving oh, thanks or okay. something. If you were a professor teaching anime appreciation 101, what would your syllabus consist of? 
I actually really I like all this. of our answers. I love all of our answers for this. I love this. I, it's just I, this, this is something that we haven't <laughs> done, a, yeah, so it's really fun. This is a great fucking question, by the way. And I just Ryan say, yeah. Yeah. My, my, also, thank you, Ryan. Yeah, thank you. My first class would be purging the melee filth um, taught in the church, <laughs> taught in the church of Mitsugi by the Pope himself, and uh-huh. um, why it's common sense that Studio Ghibli is and always will be totally unmatched, taught by the Pope Mitsugi himself as well. Of course, of course. Of course. You already right. have a primer on that course earlier this episode. Yeah, dude. Talking about <laughs> Kiki. I'm telling you what, if people, you want more of that, you have got to free. go. You have got to see these movies in theaters. Like you don't even get to watch anime in theaters. Let alone Ghibli, yeah. so for God's yeah. sake, get out and watch it. It's and I, and I want to say it's not even just for the visual; it's for the sound. Okay, Ghibli's music is phenomenal. Oh my and God! Let the let those speakers wrap you in that shit in the dude. theater, dude. Joe Hisaishi okay? is go, a go legend. He's le- he's yes, a legend. It's beautiful. I would pay yeah. I would pay serious money to see a Joe Hisaishi concert where he's performing. Dude, I would cry. Dude, beginning, beginning I would end. I would drop serious Ball cash mark, for that. Yeah. <laughs> What's the uh, the movie he just did the soundtrack to? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I think it's Children of the Sea. Oh, I'm going to have to go check that out for sure. Anyway, what else you guys got yeah. on this? Mason, you up? Uh, yeah, I'll go. So I had a, a couple classes. Uh, class number one is Art versus Animation. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a primer on the aesthetics through a medium of subjective virtues. Uh, we're going to talk about my boy, Masaaki Yuasa, Studio yes, Trigger, and Studio Shaft. Uh, I'll the be next, in this class. Yeah. I'll be in this class for sure. Next dude. class what? is uh, Deconstructing the Deconstructions. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> is this from last week? Sort of. It's a deep dive, <laughs> a deep analysis into what dive. makes... Because so many times, intellectuals in, only, man. Yeah, exactly. But so many Is people this just say like, "Shitting on me oh, for saying this, this, this shows a deconstruction." No, no. I feel like on all these like anime message boards, people constantly are saying, "Oh, this is a deconstruction show. This is a deconstruction," yes. and it's yes. never quite right. So, yeah, this is really talking about what it means. Uh, so yeah, get in on that so you don't look like a doofus online. Mm-hmm. Damn, mm-hmm. damn, bring him, uh, in the heat. No, Mason, let him know. Let the him next know, one, I'm calling it. <laughs> the speed of visual sound. Uh, this is eyeball training to prepare you to read subtitles at blistering speeds. Yes. So, so you'll be watching. You'll be uh, watching Tatami Galaxy <laughs> Tatami at Galaxy. times two speed. Mm-hmm. That and uh, Monogatari series. Uh, Monogatari. You watch an episode and you get tested on like all the quick flash second black screens. Text. It'll be on the test. Yes. yes. You will need to study. And then finally, uh, just because of the name. The JoJo Dojo. I will be in this one. Where we talk about stand feasibility, muscle imposing gains, and the appreciation of rock music. Does it have a textbook? Uh, The the Holy Araki. Yeah, he'll 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 make something special for us. I'll be there. I'll I'll have to buy the textbook. Yeah, I'm subscribed to all these classes so far. Like my curriculum is getting full. Even the Moe Filth class. Oh yes, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. In order to in order to Fight the enemy. You have to be educated on the enemy. Oh, so I'm going to take oh, your shit. class. Are you going to join I'm the church of class? I'm not. Oh, listen, oh, oh, I'm still an arch, I'm still an archangel of the. Of the church, <laughs> but I, I forgot know, about that. But, but sometimes angels turn their back. Shout out Lucifer, baby. Sometimes they, sometimes they dark, ascend. Shout sometimes out they descend. <laughs> shout out Lucifer, my guy. You can shout. <laughs> All right, he Shout too. out my boy Ryuji from Devilman. <laughs> he too was beautiful in an emo way, I guess. I don't really know. Oh my god. Shout out Ryuji, dude. All right, uh, Mandy, would you like to go? 
Uh, my first class is voice recognition. We're going to study all those sweet voices from all the best seiyu, so you can mm -hmm. also learn how to spot a seiyu from, like, uh, a grunt. <laughs> yeah, like Mandy does. Y'all think, like think, think she's I hear, kidding. Think I hear one kidding. word. I'm like, that's that person. I know no, exactly insane. who you are. Actually, Mandy, it's funny. I, uh, at, at my meetup yesterday at the plug Brooklyn Anime Meetup, we meet every other week. Haha. Uh -huh. Anyway, um, so there was someone, there was a girl there. Her name was Maria. And she was like, Yeah, I'm like really into the voice actors. I was like, You should be friends with my friend Mandy because she will <laughs> talk to you for eons about that. <laughs> um, the next one is Cyborgs and Postmodernism. We're going to oh, talk no. about Ghost in the Shell. Yep. Yeah. Postmodernism, baby. <laughs> Next one is Healing Heart. We're gonna learn how just Natsume heals all pain in this yes, world. All pain. And we're gonna make you feel good. Yeah. We're gonna make you feel loved. Yeah. And we're gonna make friends in this class. It's just yoga class. And we're gonna share uh, bookmarks. Yes. Aww. We're gonna We actually did that. I know. <laughs> in the NYC, we all traded bookmarks. <laughs> um and then the last one is Joy of Trash. Learning how your taste is trash, but that's okay. But that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Self-love, you know? Damn. All right. The actual textbook before that is just on a crumpled piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's just a crumpled I, piece of paper for the okay, textbook so for that class. I, it's uh, literal trash. <laughs> um, I have two classes. I only wrote one down because I just forgot to write the other one. But my class is one I have one... One that I really think anime viewers that want to watch anime with an objective eye need to learn is story and maintaining stakes throughout an entire arc. Many times in anime, we'll have great stakes that are set up at the beginning that just fall flat in delivery or just pure ignoring of what was set up in the past. And that ruins the show for me really fast. And some people don't see it. Some people don't see it. So, like, I think if you watch The Promised Neverland, that's a beautiful example of stakes being introduced episode one and then relieved in literally episode the last episode because it they were maintained the entire time that's a exhibit a of how it's done so that's my one class we're gonna we're gonna read through scripts we're gonna read through you know plot synopsis all that stuff we're gonna get in there get in the get in the words and then for the, my second class is gonna be a uh, music research class so that we will look into a lot of early early rock, early music that influenced a lot of the music in shows. For example, for Kids on the Slope, we're going to look into Art Blakely. We're going to look into John Coltrane. We're going to look into Chet Baker, all those things. We're going to look into that so that when we watch the anime again, we have a deeper appreciation for the show. Yeah. In, you know what else we need? What, what we, we need an entire class because it's going to take an entire like class to do this. Mm -hmm. Like like an entire year of class mm -hmm. we're just gonna watch legend of the galactic heroes that's it oh, that's yeah. all you do I, just come yeah. we're gonna watch it one episode per class Oof, deep dive it's after. gonna take a maybe two because hour-long class we're gonna watch two it's gonna yeah you might yeah. have to we're gonna might have to split it into two two classes this is just a whole <laughs> it, 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 just, it just takes two semesters you know yeah yeah easy mode but uh, yeah, so I, I don't know about y'all, but like if this was a real school, like sick. Welcome to anime school. <laughs> Sign up. It's called the Discord. <laughs> it's called, <laughs> right? It is, it, maybe I should start a music club on the Discord. Hmm. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no. So many clubs. Let's no, not do that. Let's not do that. Okay. Right, I mean, it's not a bad idea. All right. So I'm just, I'm, I'm going to put the kibosh on the last mailbag for now because we're running really late. So. 
the kibosh. But, but we'll do it next time. Okay? That fancy word. Yeah. So. Uh, well, thank you, everyone who listened. Thank, thank you. We you. made it. We kicked ass today. Such- we did. I'm feeling we did. Uh, I'm feeling it was a bit of a slow start, but we got there. We got there. The hell with that shit. It slow wasn't slow. Of me. <laughs> it was good. I'm sorry. I'm, it, I'm definitely rusty. I'm, I feel myself being like, yeah, I'm not good at this after taking two weeks oil. off. God, ooh, I need some oil. That's true. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. chow down some pizza. That'll get us out of here. Lubricate you. Oof. Get so, the if you, again, you want to join <laughs> us? We have so much stuff. Go to a podcast.com. Dot com <laughs> slash join. Those are words. Uh-huh. Uh, you get hentai episodes, hobby addicts, after parties, up to eight additional podcast episodes. Yes. Go to ah. iTunes. 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 Man, look, guys, my brain is shot. iTunes. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to us. Help us be number one. Uh, Facebook, again. I see posts a lot of stuff on Twitter, uh, which is a podcast.com or a podcast at Twitter. Uh, yeah. Anyone want to shout shit out before we run away, uh, and I yeah. can finally fix my tongue? Yeah, Twitter. Uh, uh, you can find me at Enzo Badia, E N Z O B A D I A. Also, if you live in New York and you live in the near Brooklyn, I'll come join the Brooklyn Anime Meetup. We are four hundred members strong now. Four hundred. Damn. It's a beautiful community of people that meet up every other week. It's awesome. Come join us. We hang out and have a good time. I want that uh, uh, Naruto. I believe it. Fan art. Meme. Give it to Make him. it happen. Give it to I him. need Make to be happen. fed. Make it happen. I'm at Mandy, uh, AAA underscore Mandy with an I at Twitter. If you want to come and listen to shit my mom says. Talk about yeah. the pizza party rolls. Oh, yeah. It's making those roly poly pizzas. <laughs> roly poly pizzas, baby. <laughs> I, uh, Mitz. I'm at Pope Mitsugi on Twitter, but I'm a terrible follow, so you shouldn't follow me. <laughs> Just tell your friends. Uh, subject your family all all I do is like things about cryptocurrency and sports so it's not really very interesting oof big yikes alright guys tell your friends about us spread the podcast love thank you we love you so much I miss being here that's it that's it and we'll see you all next week bye bye sayonara